Now betting for the sports animal. Your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Amory Castillo. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. You're not even here. You're on a plane to see your to see your fam all the way across the country. You're tuning in on the app. It's the holidays, and it's going to be a very adjacent episode of this program. We're going to get weird today. Don't get weird. We're going to get real weird. Cramp, Bob, Krampus is coming. Bob, how are you? I am fantastic. How how the Lady Lobos do? Big win? No. Ugh, tough loss it for was, Lady Lobos. Uh, yeah. Yeah. By about. Nine ten points, which was, was not bad against the twentieth ranked team. Yeah, they played the Lady Zags. The, oh, I don't even know if that's their name. Yeah, whatsoever. the the, the Zaggies. The, what is? Uh, uh, like the the zigzaggies for for uh, I got two zigzags and a and a something some. Heaven forbid you should call them by their real name. Ah, the Gonzaga, Gonzaga Zags. Yeah. The Bulldogs. Everyone's the Bulldogs. They're Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just see all the hats and, and merch that say Zags on it. I, so I, there's a part of me that really thought it was the Zags. I can't believe the Bulldogs beat the Bulldogs. <laughs> the Wildcats versus the Wildcats. A lot of Bulldogs, a lot of Wildcats. Yeah. yeah. The final score was 67 to 56. Nice. Oh, wait. Close. What was the spread, Bob? Yeah, what was the spread? You, got, you had some skin in yeah, the game? No. You had some money on this one? I, yeah. No. No. Gilbert. I don't even know what that means, the spread. We'll go. All right. Hey, here's the segment we're doing today. Explain to Bob how sports betting works. I love yeah. this so much. All right. Explain it like Bob's five. <laughs> Which, as far as gambling right. goes, I am. Okay. Explain it like Bob's five. So right. when I say, do you have any skin in the game? That I know. I am mean? not Buffalo Bill from Silence of the Lambs. Right. No. I'm talking about sports betting. Now That part I do know. <laughs> Bob, I know you're producing day and the phone lines are going crazy. Tell them to wait because Gilbert Sanchez is with what us. Let's go. Two days in a row. What did you Gilbert. do wrong in a former life to be stuck with us two consecutive holidays in a row? Well, Van and I worked out a... Unique uh, at the Y. You guys worked out yeah. at the Y. We we can't say what we exchanged today because phone oh, numbers because some sigoths are listening right now. With some but, what? But I'm sig sigoths. <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's uh, hipster for significant other. Oh, oh, you got a sigoth? You know about this? I thought you. You're yeah. my sigoth. Uh, duh. Yeah. Well, so, yes. I don't. I don't know if she's like, the in-laws might be listening as we talked about. Yeah. Yesterday. So we can't say what, and they would spoil it. What we exchange, but for one day. Legally, mind you, I'm Gilbert's plug. That's right. That's true. Via FaceTime, I Venmoed money to yep. somebody. You FaceTime me. There was stuff in little bags. I bought items from small plastic bags over the internet, made a monetary exchange, and Gilbert picked up said items. Speaking of said, it's said Colt 45 and two zigzags, baby. That's all that we need. Nope. Okay. There's the lyric. Thank you from the texter on helping me here. All right, you want to do what do you want to do? You want to take a call, Gil? Gil, you want to take your first call? You know call? what? Let's, I'm, I don't, I'm just going to 
All right, we're, let's do it. We're let's, gonna we're gonna warn it. you. It's friend of the show, Wayne. Oh, good. Was, okay. Okay. Now, I'm Wayne scared it was Warren Moon again. Yes. <laughs> I just heard heard the Warren Moon story for the first time. So, <laughs> Wayne. Wayne is joining us, and he is going to tell us about uh, uh, smoking that tumbleweed. Wayne, welcome to the show. How are you? I don't know if I'm smoking any kind of weed, uh, <laughs> but. It, <laughs> But I, 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 yeah, I want to chime in. I do, first of all, want to let you know I owe you a beer, uh, that cheese beer, because I bet you the Cowboys would whoop up on the mm. bill, and I was completely it's che- wrong. It's, Wayne, it's cheese so, hooch. Uh, yeah, cheese hooch. It's so, cheese alcohol. Oh, yeah, 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 cheese booze, yeah, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> either way, I owe you that. So I, I'll hook you guys up after the holidays, and maybe I'll stop by down there. Well, I like next that. Down I'm there. in. So, yeah, I just, yeah, because sometimes as, as fans, we kind of get uh, kind of hooked up on our takes and then we don't call back and eat crow uh, or <laughs> eat weeds or whatever you guys to mention We're yeah, weird. I, I, but I, I mentioned that the lady lobos is like i'm kind of glad that they do try and and go and compete against other people and other bigger schools i think i know you and m the men's team has somewhat done that but not recently and uh, i would definitely like to see that more from the men but i'm just curious what the bulldog girls would be called and I know what a girl dog is, but hopefully we don't call them that. Hi, oh um, Wayne, <laughs> Wayne, hi, oh. Well done. It's Christmas, yeah, Wayne. Wayne. <laughs> Come on, Wayne. Yeah. <laughs> we're all little Grinches at times. Wayne, right but what, it, Wayne, before it, we can, it, it rhymes. I just want to let you know I'm eating crow, and I hope they Cowboys do better this weekend. But uh, everyone, your picks and good luck on your bets, and and have a merry Christmas. You're the best, brother. Before we let you go, what's your favorite stocking stuffer? Uh, beef jerky and oranges, but yeah. that's a long story. Mm. Okay. Right. We're going to get growing it. Growing up, and we used to get stockings, and that's all we would get in it. So that's kind of a tradition now. Dang, I like that. Beef jerky and oranges. Not at the same time. That messes up your gums. Uh, that's like a Florida. Uh, yeah. Very that's, like, that's a chorus of a Florida country song right there. Wayne, you're the best, brother. Happy holidays. You as well, man. You as well, man. You sound nice. Gil, do any of your uh, friends of Sadie's ever just call you and say nice things? Uh, no, very rarely. <laughs> ever ha- it's usually an issue that I have to take care of. Do you get? Do you whenever they call a manager to the front? Are you the manager to the front? No, yeah, you know I used to be, and yeah. now that I've taken on a different role, it's funny because that happened today. There was an employee who came up, and they're like, "Hey, there's someone wants to talk to a manager." I said, cool, I will go find one for you. <laughs> so, yeah, and when I found the other manager, they're like, why didn't you just take it? And it's like, well, you know. Me and Van run a bit because we, we go to a lot. We go out a lot. We go to a lot of restaurants. Mm-hmm. And say we have, like, a really nice wait staff, we pull a bit where, like, where we're like, hey, can we grab that manager? And they're like, oh, no. Oh, what did like, I do? Oh, what did I do? <laughs> it's never good, right? And then, and yeah. then they come over and we're like, hey. So and so was a gem. Janice was they so were, lovely. We couldn't believe she called me hun. Like yeah. we do the whole bit. You rarely get those, so that's that's uh, that's very nice, of you guys. Usually, when when someone would come to me when I was managing on the floor at the restaurant, it was it was a uh, uh, hey table table thirty needs a manager, and I'd scope. I'd look at I'd look at all of it. I'd size them up. All right. Oh yeah. It's two. It's it's two guys. Let's say you guys are there's two yeah. guys. You know, what if they had to drink? I look at the ticket. Would they eat? <laughs> I'd go in with so a plan. So much homework. Yeah, I'd go in with a plan. I got good at it, though. You know, it, it sounds like it would take me 30 minutes before I went to your table, but I got good. And yet, I wouldn't have a background. Correct. Yeah, to get social security numbers. Mm-hmm. Ooh. What are they driving? Furrow. Yeah, why the names? Yeah, you had to fill out a a questionnaire before I went to your table. The weirdest one is when people walk over to us and they're like, they're like, sirs, why are you wearing blazers? This is a, this is an Arby's. Like, this is, we don't, your dress is not appropriate. And I was like, excuse me? 
my napkin is thoroughly tucked into my neck. Yeah, maybe you're not aware. Huh. Also, the cloth napkin places that we go, I'm going to tell you, like, give me, like, give me Sadie's every time. Give me 66 Diner every Mm -hmm. time. There's, like, a list of places before cloth napkin places that I'm trying to go. I don't live a cloth napkin life. Is it because you need more than one napkin or because it is? <laughs> it is. The, you make a mess? Well, I, I think it's maybe I'm wrong. All right. You guys help me understand here. Also, a friend of the show, help me. 505-246-0610. I think New Mexican restaurants, Sadie's is a really good example, does New Mexican food so very well. I'm unfortunately not in love with New Mexican food. If I go to a cloth napkin restaurant in town trying to do what I'm going to call traditional Southern style, home style cooking. Mm -hmm. It's not worth the value they have assessed to it because they're not at, they're not good at it the way they are in New Mexican food. I feel like I'm in like a weird paradox of cloth napkins aren't worth the, aren't worth the rub here in town unless you're eating New Mexico centric food. There's some fantastic places in town. I know you're not like a pinkies out no. foodie like I am, uh-uh. but there are fantastic restaurants all over Albuquerque metro area. What is the place? I get, I get what you're saying. Yeah. You are a, you're more Golden Corral. I love it. There you go. I yeah. love. Do they the, still have the fountain? Hold on. I hate Golden Corral, but I do uh, love Cracker Barrel. I can't I was, eat a buffet. Buffets weird me out. See, I was working up to that because oh, sorry. the Cracker Barrel is just a golden corral where you can only get one plate at a time. That's that's yeah. the one I want. With nice chairs. When's the last thing we ate at a buffet? Uh, Vegas. Same, um, actually. Yeah. That's what the same answer. Because there, they're worth it. Yeah. If you were to be like, hey, Freddie, let's go to a buffet, I'd be say, buffet. Yeah, I'd say, no. I, I mess hard with salad bars. I know it's not exactly a buffet, but I'm a big salad bar homer. I just had one. Today. You watched me eat one. The Whole Foods one? The Whole Foods one. The Whole Foods one, one yeah. that's the exception to the rule. Yeah. That's fantastic. I've seen people drink Un- from... Unpaid advertisement. <laughs> have you guys ever seen people sip from the ladle and the soup thing at Whole Foods? Because I have, and I can't handle that. On the internet or in person? In person. I would yeah. Karen the ever-living bleep out of that person. I would make them an example I didn't know for the to... rest of the universe guys, I'm not trying if to I saw somebody do that. I don't want to be perceived as racist. I didn't know how to say sir in Korean. And if I could have, I would have hit him with the hardest version of Korean sir that I could have said. Because English sir did not fly. Mm. Sir? 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 That didn't work. He's like, serve? No, no, no. No. I have my ladle right here. Yes. (laughs) That's the ladle noise. That's why you just don't do vegetables. I don't do vegetables because of the the type of people that eat at the salad bars. No offense. Okay. <laughs> uh, you're, you're I just don't. I don't trust them. I don't trust them, and so I've just. I've never. I don't think I've ever had a to, knowingly had a tomato. I don't know what a tomato tastes like. That is wild. And I was a little mad because I think I forgot. Maybe it was Al Michaels did an interview, and he said he's never had a tomato. And he stole your shine. And he stole it. And I'm like, I've been waiting to tell this story. He heard you tell that story at Sadie's. Yeah. Maybe that's what it yeah, was. Yeah, he did. Yeah, never yeah. had a tomato. There, hey, there have been a grip of celebrities that have come through Sadie's, and you have no clue. Uh, yeah, there's there's been quite a few. Um, I was just talking about it today. Before I worked there, there's there's an autographed picture of Macho Man Randy Savage. So hot. He was there. Uh, I served Ken Griffey Jr. guacamole. I think I may have mentioned that to you guys before. Yeah. Mike Sweeney, Ken Griffey Jr., when they came and played here, they played the Rockies. I forgot. Uh-huh. Your, mouth, your mouth is literally making me water. Oh, so good. <laughs> Randy Orton. Yeah. WWE superstar was there. Out of nowhere. Order the, yes. Yeah. Order, order the uh, bullet pasole out of nowhere. That's awesome. 
Uh, who else? Power Rangers were there a couple of years ago. Okay. Um, I mean, you can mess me with them. They got weird. Yeah. That's, I hand, I that's, cool you, that's cool you brought up Macho Man, because whenever I'm eating at Sadie's, I make people call me Nacho Van. Ooh, because yeah. he's a Nacho, Nacho Van. Nacho Van. He's going to be a Nacho Van. Did the chair that uh, the Macho Man Randy Savage sat in, has it been earmarked? Is it a special color? Has it been... I'd like to find, you know, that's a good question. Lost in the shuffle, probably. It might be lost in the shuffle, uh-huh. which is very disappointing. But there's a, you're telling me there's a chance I sat in the same chair that, like, the Macho Man or anything. There's a chance. Seven. I mean, yeah, yeah, you come on down, you might send Macho Man's chair. I think you could probably, know. you could probably, if you go through all the chairs, you could find it. Eventually. Because, like, there'd be, like, a little white spot right at the top of the chair. Okay. Obviously. What is, from what? The cream, the cream of the crop, <laughs> rice. Uh, and, yep, and of it. course, you're too honest to just pick one and label it as. Yeah, I wouldn't do that. That'd yeah. be absurd. No, of course. The in St. Louis, they they built the monorail that ran through town, and whenever they opened it, the inaugural running of it or whatever, um, Bill Clinton was on one of the the cars, right? Mm. And then afterwards, they were like, "This is the Clinton car or whatever," and it, it was like painted different and did a whole thing. And then it came out sometimes later that they had actually made that car on the other hand yeah. and just put it into the thing. That's sweet. And you're like, and you're like, this is going to end up costing Hillary years from now, is what you thought in your head. You watch politics, Gil? I try to stay out of them as much as we possible. need to find a way to talk about how Joe Biden got rid of all like federal like marijuana. Like today, it's done. Like if you if you ever caught a federal marijuana. It, you're in the clear, like That's, like you're on really, the, yeah. Like let's go. First off, it's good, done. good for him. Yeah, number one. Also, long overdue. Long overdue. Long overdue. Yeah, yeah. but did he follow the correct process? Go fish. Here's the only process I know. Ask the Colorado State Supreme Court if it's okay, and if they say it is, <laughs> then I think they're doing it because uh-huh. there is a process for pardoning. I, hey, hear hear me out. Yes, pardon everyone that has nonviolent crime, and let's start over. Sweet. I'm in. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Get them out. Yeah. Tax dollars. As long yeah. as my taxes go down, you know. Sure. Let's just lean all the way into it. Yeah. Also, let's just abolish private prisons while we're at it. Oh, okay. Let's just do that, too. <laughs> Can we keep a couple of them and fill them up with all these January 6th protesters and also, then call it done? There weren't uh, un- that many. Unless, <laughs> unless one of the fine members of the private prison industry would like to be a new friend of the show. Yeah, correct. Then I'll change my stance, obviously. From the texter, money. I would eat a buffet catered by Sadie's. Okay. Yeah, hey. yeah same. Now. That one I would do. And you can do that. You we do can, buffet style? We can do buffet, family style, individual style, uh, whatever other style is in style. We are would, capable of doing that for would you. Would that yeah. be for like a catered event? Yeah, absolutely. I, I mean, we could cater right now. If you want, I, we could probably make a call and just bring food down here. That's not to be an hungry, Bob? What you want? <laughs> Trying to get something? You know, Gil can make a call. I can make a call. Yeah, it takes they'd probably one call. Hang, uh, I'd probably take a couple calls. Um, they'd probably hang up, <laughs> they'd hang, they'd hang up on me a couple times before yeah. we actually uh, Chris, yeah. Christmas Friday. Hey, when's the last time you had 6-6 Diner? Ooh, it's been a while. We need to take you. Yeah, you guys talk about We love this, it so yeah. much. It's fantastic. Yeah. We share a milkshake or something or what? We often, I mean, that's, uh, we that's do what that. you guys do. We have our own individually monogrammed crazy straws there that we drink out of. They put them on the wall. Duh. Is there room for three? Yes. Room for a third? Yes. You table for it. three. We'll walk in and say, table for three. And they'll say, 
your table's no good here, Mr. Slow. Mm-hmm. And I'll say that's confusing as far as an answer goes, but then we'll get a table. Okay. Um, I mean, I'm in. It's so good. Chocolate shake? What shakes are we doing over there? See, I, I run the whole gamut. Yeah. I rotate them. I'm an Elvis guy. Okay. I'm yeah. like a, a, a caramel toffee coffee kind of guy. I'm big chocolate banana. Like, go side by side on me. Like, mm. that's for me. I live that life. Bob, what's your go-to milkshake? Uh, vanilla or chocolate. All right, so he wants some boring stuff. That's, that's fine. That's I mean, fine. Those stra- are the classics. Strawberry is the... No, tra- strawberry is the classic? Oh, I mess with strawberry. Mm-hmm. That's good. Chocolate. Just just base chocolate. Yeah, I mean... You put a little banana in there, though? We could put a little uh, Oreo. Can they do that? Yes. See, I haven't, I haven't, yes. I mean, I haven't done the in a shake in a while. You're May, messing up. I may be... Uh, I may have the lactose intolerant. Uh, oh, because you're not a baby anymore. Vibe? Yeah. Oh, is that a thing? Is that a disease? I don't think it's a disease. No. Well, when you're a baby, you, what is it called? Ribo, ribo, ribo flowing, ribo, ribo flexing. Ribo. Anyways, mm. it turns it into a de- into an enzyme, and your body can process it. But as you get older, you lose that thing because you're not nursing as a baby anymore. And then that's when you no longer can tolerate lactose because you're um, it's not being subdued. So also, you guys nurse still, and that's how you guys are able to. Obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Don't kink shame me. On my own program, Gilbert. And I'm not sitting here claiming I can eat dairy. I'm ne- I would never claim that. Hard cheeses only. Okay. Yeah, no. Milk's gross. Not the Unless taste. you add flavoring to it and freeze it and turn it into a milkshake <laughs> at the 66 <laughs> Diner. Just regular milk. Why do you think they show like serial killers and psychopaths drinking milk all the time in movies? It's awful. The, the marketing campaign of milk is better than any campaign I've ever seen. To put milk on Alex Trebek's mustache mm-hmm. and tell children that it's good for them, because yeah. there's a lot of hoops you got to go through to make all those connections. Yeah. You're like, deal. Hey, I'm little in. kid, do you like having bones? <laughs> well, there's only one way you can have bones, <laughs> and it's milk. It is. <laughs> See, Bob? I was just, I yeah, drank, is that not true? I drank so much milk when I was a little Same. Kid. Yeah. My parents got one of the uh, restaurant milk machines where you lifted a lever, and That's the milk came awesome. in three and three-gallon uh, boxes. That was bags, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, the a little bladder. The back. Yeah. Box. That's yeah. awesome. And I shook his hand for the first time ever today, and that was one of the strongest handshakes ever. <laughs> so I know you're not lying. <laughs> I'm still a milk guy today. Like I am if, too. Yeah, it's disgusting. If I sit down to have dinner, like at the house, dinner? I, would have, uh, I would have a glass of milk with dinner. He doesn't order glasses of milk when we go to lunch or dinner together. I don't anymore. Because I can't eat. If yeah. I sit there and watch him drink I used milk, to it's do disgusting. That. Do you, I don't know how you can What's wrong with you? It is gross. It milk is at dinner. Not. Yeah, no. And I do, do you guys ever smack your lips? I do that after I drink and I no. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I can't go to the 66 Diner with you. Then. This is not good. Well, that, hold on. That's different because that's... The milkshake is different. Yeah. Also, oh, that's wildly Yeah, different. and you get an ice cold Coca-Cola, and that's different. That's some That's... That's different. That's right. Mm-hmm. It's very different. Turn into a polar bear. Gil, thanks for joining us, brother. You're on your way out. You yes. Got, and you're you off guys. for a couple of days. You're going to enjoy the holidays. Yeah, I'm going to... Uh, well, I'm going to be there Christmas Eve making sure that all these uh, dozens of tamales go out, so... Okay. Sweet. Yeah, I'll be there, but I will be. Uh, yeah, we'll be taking a day off on Christmas Day, and then hopefully we hang out with you guys next uh, Thursday. In, also in, perfect. It's a date. Oh, look at us. No milk though. Not yeah. No, sorry, <laughs> man. Just because you wear like an ascot doesn't make a napkin fashionable. Okay, say that to my face, that's friend the of the text, show. That's what the friend of the show said. Gil, happy holidays, bro. Happy holidays. Thank you, guys. Whenever we get back, we jump into the world of sports. Also, we got a fun announcement from the Albuquerque Ice Tubs. They'll be joining us at 445 today.
Bob, we on till seven? What? Yes. We are? Okay. A lot of filler. Lady Lobos uh, don't have a doubleheader? Yeah, they're not playing a doubleheader? Nope. They don't want to play Gonzaga and then go down to Washington State and play again? <laughs> they don't want to just hmm. knock out two in a row? Right now, they're in the air on their way back here. Oh, they're coming home for the Dang, holidays. Dang, they got their the Lady Lobos, yeah. Now, and men don't play until the 29th. Isn't that crazy? Was the airplane in the parking lot? Probably. Wow. Hey, and you know what happens at the holidays in the Pacific Northwest? Snow. Mm. If you don't leave right now, you might not get to leave. Got to get out. And if you leave too quick, you know what you end up doing? You end up leaving a player, and you have a home alone situation. <laughs> Doesn't happen anymore. We have cellular telephones. Home Alone would have been like a 20-second movie. Now. With cellular telephones. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for bloodthirsty Kevin. Yeah. <laughs> Fun movie, though. Kevin would have said, hey, personal robot, call mom, and then credits roll. <laughs> That's the whole movie. <laughs> it's true. Yeah. She was overseas. How would she have received the call? It's true. Yep. And there she Ke- was. Kevin has a cell phone at his age? Is that a thing? Of well, course. no. They got, the, they got the whole robot in that big-ass nice house. So you just, like, whichever... Amazon or Apple or whatever robot you have. You just say, hey, robot, call mom. Yeah, and it's Kevin's mom not having a cell phone, which was the issue. Because they have a home phone. Kevin could have called from the home phone. And then it goes to voicemail. And they're like, actually, hey, robot, call dad. But or Kevin call doesn't, sister, have, Kevin doesn't have a landline in 2023. No. There's so no way. Does he have his parents? Yeah, he'd have a cell phone. If Kevin, yeah. if Kevin was Kevin's age in 2023, he doesn't know what a landline is. When you hold up, pinky finger out, thumb up to do yeah. a phone thing, people don't, like, kids don't know that means phone. Yeah. They never held a phone like that. He's like, surf's up to oh, you too, man. dude. Calabunga. If you, was it, mm-hmm. somebody just told me a story recently. I thought it was you, Gil, where they said they didn't, they were talking like a young adult that didn't know what, like, hang up means. Right. Uh, we talked, I don't know about hang up, but we had talked about it before. Yeah, some of these, I forgot what it was. Isn't I mean, it definitely. Fun? It's wild. <laughs> yeah, some of the new hires are born in 2000. 2005, I think, and it's just, yeah, wild. Never saw Jordan play. Don't know who he is. They don't remember that Catherine O'Hara was not just from Schitt's Creek. Oh, my goodness. She also was at home alone, and this whole thing could have been avoided. Oh, roll of a lifetime. Gil, you're the best. We went so long. <laughs> hey, commercials, and then we're back. Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Tightest little segment in the history of segments. Gotta get back on track. Gotta get back on track. Had too much fun with Gilbert. Did you... Like, all right, let's say you spend your entire career with a team, okay? Let's say that. All right, let's say you spend your entire career with a team. Pick a okay. sport. Any sport you want to pick. Pick okay. one, man. Oh, oh, duh, duh. I'm picking baseball are you, every time. Are you picking That's baseball? my answer for everything, of course. So, a guy that I'm very familiar with, mm-hmm. a guy named Adam Wainwright. Okay? Oh, okay. So, Adam Wainwright spent... His entire career, significance of career, he started in the Atlanta um, mm-hmm. farm system. Right. Thought he was going to be brave forever, got traded. Ended up having a historic career with the St. Louis Cardinals. I would argue Hall of Fame worthy. You will say no, but we will go back and forth on that at another time. Okay. So normally, you go to the Players' Tribune, you, know, you write a nice letter. Mm-hmm. So he did that. Check. She, right. uh, check. Excellent. And then you go to the local paper, in this instance, the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, uh-huh. and you write a nice thank you thing. Full page. Full page. Yeah. Full color. Mm-hmm. The whole thing. Somebody it, send you a copy of that, by the way? I do. You get a, you I get don't. A frame? Frame mm, copy? Don't have a physical copy. Wish mm. I did. 
and you say cheek. Okay. Okay, got that one. Done. And then sometimes you take it to the absolute extreme, start mm-hmm. your own record album, and put out a single. <laughs> So he's pulling a Bradshaw. Uh, he's he's pulling a Terry Bradshaw. I I saw you send it to me, but yes. I was working so hard all day today doing stuff. Oh, we're just going to do that? Okay. Go ahead. Just oh, go ahead and go over the top. I didn't get a chance to listen to it, but I'm glad I get to live react right now. I've been knocked down. Okay. But I always got back up. All right. Fire keeps on burning hot. Very derivative so far. Deep down in my gut, and I still want to. I tried to always be your rock. Yeah, I dug deep, never quit. But you can't outrun the clock. It's time to fly. Is he just doing mad libs with cliches? What is going on now? It's time to fly, then. Like a cardinal. <laughs> I did what I came here to do. Oh, okay. And I love being here with you. Who's he talking about? This is. Give me a second. Time to fly. He's singing the Yadier Molina. <laughs> this is to Yadier Molina. Bob's like, why don't you give this to me? Don't worry about it, Bob. <laughs> yeah, you've been there. Mm hmm. Through the good and through the bad. You like this song. Oh, okay. Oh, my God. It's all... I wish I had song cliche bingo open right now. There's no chorus. It's all walls. <laughs> this is going to play at Bush Stadium. Are you forever? This sounds like a chorus. This is awful. Oh, it's the worst thing I've ever heard. It's number one on St. Louis Spotify or whatever right now. I guarantee you that. Now you're like, okay, this should be it, right? This is a whole song. Okay. You'd be very wrong. Oh, God. Is that just the bridge? Is there more? Now you're like, you can't interpret it, right? Oh, he's talking about St. Louis. It's time to fly. <laughs> it sucks so bad. That is awful. It's like if you make Christian rock about baseball. Does he ever say Yadier Molina's name? Does he even allude to neck tattoos? St. Louis fans are one of a kind. <laughs> wow. It's the worst thing I've ever heard. But now, you being a Cardinals fan, you have to learn every word to it, and you're going to have to sing it while you're hammered during the seventh inning stretch at Bush Stadium. I need to fly ex-girlfriends out from St. Louis to here just so we can reenact some of our most romantic nights with this now as the backdrop of those evenings. That's oh, what I need to do. my God, that was awful. It's the worst thing in the history of created media. Who was it again? It's Adam Wainwright, Time to Fly. And it needs an accompaniment from Albert and Yachty in the background. Yes, it does. <laughs> it's the worst. There's sometimes you take it too far. That was too far. It was too, That's far. too far. That's too far. Just say goodbye. You don't have to wrap your way oh, out. Oh, my God.
that's going to be the anthem of St. Louis all next season. And it's going to uh, turn a lot of kids away from baseball. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's, it's actually <laughs> baseball already has a problem with the youth. And now they're going to play that song nice. at games in St. Louis. It, and people will stop going to games. Bob, it has ruined the holidays for me. This thing existing, because I was, you guys don't know this behind the scenes. I was on a real high from the new Froggy Fresh stuff. Oh, oh and, big time. And I have been deflated. Plummeted to the ground. It is ruined. All right. Adam Wainwright did that for St. Louis. The ball's in your court, Winton Bernard. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. That is the wow. funniest thing to me. Oh. Hey, and a lot of these guys, this is the cliche. Uh, athletes want to be musicians. Musicians want to be athletes. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to be musicians, actually. Movie stars want to be musicians. Right, yeah, yeah. Like, astronauts want to be musicians. Mm-hmm. Like, every single person. We want to be musicians. I just want to be moderately rich. Did, from music <laughs> from and a life of rock yeah, and from, roll. From selling your life's work. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that'll get you two cents. I Well, and what I want to do is is abuse friendships and relationships and drugs and uh, money and uh, I want to do that through a life of rock and roll. Yeah. Oh, bummer. I'm really good at throwing a baseball. I have to do that instead. I'm glad you didn't know me in my 20s. Me? <laughs> yeah. We would have made less money together. Mm-hmm. That I know for a fact. <laughs> so there you go. Um, sometimes it's okay to just retire is the point I'm trying to get to. My goodness. Also, that is going to be a cult banger in the middle, in the Mississippi River like between Illinois and St. Louis, that's going to be a cult banger for the next hundred years. Everyone already knows the words to that song and has them memorized by heart in that part of this country or Cardinals fans spread across the United States of America. How many times in a row did you listen to it? Be honest. Today? Yeah. Well, you notice I didn't have to look it up. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you text it to me and I didn't have time to listen to it. When I say time, I meant interest. Interest at all. <laughs> We step away so we can come back. Please listen to the commercials, but if you don't, find Time to Fly by Adam Wainwright. <laughs> Just take them in. Drink them in. Drink them in like a delicious Teller vodka. My goodness. It's two men on live in studio on a holiday weekend. No one wanted to have us, Bob, on the Friday before the holiday weekend. They said, we don't need that. You guys hang out there. Don't forget, there's football tomorrow night. We have the Saturday night games. We do. We have the Sunday night. We have it Sunday night. We have the Monday night. Ooh, we have yeah. the next Thursday night. This is basically all the all-football channel, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I hit the beach with my boys in a bag of beach toys. All the babes, they were looking our way. I let the waves in a hail crash over me. I know every word, Bob. Brand new banger from Froggy Fresh. This is a holiday gift to everyone, if you don't know. It's about going to the beach with the boys. Hunting jellyfish. (laughs) Or is it? Rejoining me in the studio, Van Nunley, Forrest Fulting. If I was going to go to the beach with any two boys... To go jellyfishing, it would be you two boys. No, It would be you two boys. I appreciate that. It's very well, kind of So you obviously had to put this amazing new Froggy Fresh song on yes. to balance out the worst song in the history of the world. Adam Wainwright's retirement song? Yes. Yes. 
Forrest, why did Adam Wainwright release a retirement thank you song to the fans of St. Louis, Missouri? Why did that happen? I mean, he is just a cardinal through and through, right? <laughs> I mean, that is just, he's the epitome of St. Louis. I mean, he is a guy uh, they've looked to for, what, 15 years now? Yeah. On the mound. So you think he took country grammar to the next level, is what you're saying? Oh, of course. I mean, no band aid needed. Oof. Okay, I mean, that, that kind of hurts me the way you said that. <laughs> Forrest, welcome to the show, brother. How are the isotopes? Oh, we're doing great, man. We just yeah. uh, announced an award yesterday, which is pretty freaking okay. sweet. Right, let me guess what it is. Okay, I'm going to guess what the award what is. What you got? You got three, Best mascot three in baseball. Let's go. Well, of course. That's, without a, that's without a given. Are you kidding me? Yeah. All right, way to go. Thank you for joining us, Forrest. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hold on. Wayne's calling back. This is double Wayne. It's either Wayne or Bill. All right, it's Wayne or Bill. We don't know which. Forrest, you want to take a call or no? Absolutely. All right, so it's either Wayne or Bill. Welcome to the show, Wayne or Bill. Uh, this is Yeah, this is Wayne, Bill. Hey, I was just wondering, you got any information about if AEW is planning on coming to the uh, big... Uh, the Rio Rancho uh, event center? Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so I we do a know a little bit. Yeah, the they there was a, they will be here in 2024, I can tell you that. That I know for a fact. Now, the date is not set, but I can tell you for a fact, Wayne, AEW will be here in 2024. Also, uh, WWE is here January the 14th. So Get there, out of here. There you That's go. big time. With WWE, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so there you go, brother. I'm, a big, right, thanks, I'm, yep. I'm also a big AEW guy. Like, best root beer in the biz. I swear to God, for so that good. was pretty good. I like it that spin. So good. I mean, but, we, but the best rest we all know is at the L. Ray Theater. Let's go. Nights. Okay. <laughs> well, this one's on a Saturday, December the thirtieth. Uh, so you're going to announce the biggest award in the history of the Albuquerque Ice Toast when we get back from the break. That sounds fantastic. Two men on ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten with Forrest Stolting. Don't forget, we have NFL football. I'm looking at it right in front of me. NFL football tomorrow night. That's Saturday, man. Sunday night, that's Sunday van. Monday night, that's Monday van. That's double header, triple header on Christmas. We have all of the games. Don't forget, then Thursday, there's more. There's also Lobo Talk next Thursday, so we're only on for like an hour. So not Tuesday. You have one it, day of rest. Yeah, okay. it's One day of rest, and that's it. All right. God's was, day is now Tuesday. I was busy, anyways. The sports animal. Back live in the studio. Forrest Stolting joining us at the Albuquerque Ice Tub. It's a great intro right Welcome there. Welcome back, that, man. man. What are you doing? You back. You about to take two weeks off? Uh, yeah, the office is closed on Friday, but we've been doing a little work this week with okay. uh, you know the award coming out yesterday. But next week, we'll be in New York and taking it easy. Okay. So the, there's a new award for the Ice Tubs band. Now, I already took a guest. I said it was mascot of the year. Mm-hmm. And you said, Forrest, that's not the award you're talking about. Exactly. Okay. That, that's already, you know, declared that Orbit's the best all one out time. there. Exactly. He's all time yeah, at, he's at that. at the top of Mount Rushmore. Okay. Yeah. Now, Van, you had a guess as well? Yes. Uh, best Supporting Actress uh, in a World War II era documentary. Is that what it is? Ooh, that's close, but no cigar. Okay, because that's because Oppenheimer wouldn't be able to have made nuclear weapons without isotopes. Oh. Therefore, you're saying isotope is the supporting cast of this movie of this past summer blockbuster oppenheimer making forest barbie science it is christmas and thank you for unwrapping that for me i got you <laughs> what is the award that the albuquerque isotopes won 
this week. So we are the 2023 Baseball America's Bob Friedis Award winners for AAA, which is essentially the best organization in all of AAA. Yeah. You know, oh. Three of these awards, one in AAA, one double, and one for all of single A. We've won it for the second time that we won it in 2007. And let me read you the description real quick. Well, okay. Well, and while you're right. doing that, I'm going to have to look up who Bob Friedis is. I can tell you right now. Okay. Oh, and I spelled the, it wrong. The annual accolade is named for longtime MILB ambassador Bob Friedis, who passed away in 1989, oh. the same year the award debuted, and given out to the to honor franchises who display sustained eminence across the entirety of the organization's business and game day operation. The award recognizes overall franchise excellence, community engagement, and long-term success as a business operation. What? Look, so this is top down. That's da- awesome. This is top that's the best down. of everything. Exactly. Everything. Yeah. Is this just because you had over 500,000 fans this year? Is that why? And led the league in attendance. You know, we were in the community every single week. You know, I mean, just Michelle Montoya's doing a great thing. Uh, Orbit's doing fantastic things. Yeah. Our ticket takers are just the giving the best fans, uh, the, the best game day experience for our fans out there. Everybody from our front office staff down to the concessions. Everybody who makes a nice dope game run. This was because of them right here, this Let's award. Go. So look Let's not- gotta thank the fans and all of Albuquerque. It just reflects how great of a baseball town this is. Uh it's an amazing accomplishment. It is. And it's well deserved. Mm-hmm. You guys are, are obviously number one in the class, in a class act top to bottom. Yeah. And I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get to provide my input to Bob. They could have got a right? quote from yeah. us. Cause they could have they could have just skipped all the research and said are all the rumors true, Van? And I would say, yes, they are the best. Now, hear me out. Okay. What you got? This has a lot to do with the two men on drip. Mm-hmm. Like, Natu- it obviously, yeah. it's primarily naturally because of us. There's no other. I mean, yeah, we're coming on, you know, a couple of times a week you're at, the, at the ballpark. We're at the ballpark. Week. Yeah, I mean. We threw out the first pitch one time. Yeah. I mean, last year we, we warmed up isotopes organization yeah and then like once we felt like all the gears mm-hmm. were in the right position as far as leadoff hitters go nice and oiled up yep. full, yeah. full season this year what happens awards yeah and hey i mean i get it the volunteer efforts uh-huh. i get it yeah. the stuff in you the do community yeah yeah the yeah. locker 505 everything yeah. like the accessibility clinic. there's all mm-hmm. kinds of things three baseball clinics we have yeah. players yeah. going out to all the food banks across yes. the county i mean everything all of those things crucial all some would say intertwined some would say a, that. Right. Brilliant word. Yeah. A lot of a lot of different strings here. But you know what two men on is? It's the bowl that holds all this <laughs> spaghetti together. And the multiple ways that these these strands of spaghetti cross each other Correct. via different organizations and people and efforts. That's because it's sitting in the bowl of two men on. That's why this happens. It's the drip, Van. I don't I mean, agree. You can live in an imaginary world, but hey, I love it. <laughs> we we hold the multiverse of isotopes connection to the community all the way down to and including like sweet sunsets from like the mezzanine of isotopes ballpark all the way up to the return of Winton Bernard. Like we are involved in all of those things. We single handedly put the gypsum in the sandias so it sparkles that is right correct. at sundown. For oh, you. So that's where it comes it's, from. Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's a long trip every day. No, no, no. We we had you did it once. By, yeah, it was hard work. One time. Yeah, we just did uh, it one once. time. That's it. We said okay. it and forget it. Uh huh. That's what we did. Oh, that's just solid. So what do you get? You get like a bunch of money or something? Oh what no, this that? is just you know, this is for the fans, for the community. Just reflects of how big of a baseball town this is, and how thankful we are of you know the support we get each and every year. Um, 
from the Albuquerque community. But does like does the Oklahoma City Baseball Club call you and say, "Hey, we're heck of jealous," or is it just like unspoken that there? I mean, how does El Paso sleep at night? That's a great question. I mean, we, we were just, you know, far above and beyond everybody else in the entire AAA. Yeah, because they're second rate. I mean, you also won the Copa de la Diversion for the third time in fifth in five years. I mean, we were just racking in the awards this year. And it just goes to show how much dedication is put uh, each and every day uh, to make sure that Albuquerque baseball is the best. Did they only announce the winners, or did we get to see how far down the list El Paso is? That's a good question. It was just the winners, but uh, you got you got to think that they're... Yeah, the they're, distance from home yeah. to first is... That's 90 feet, Van. Yeah. The distance from home yeah. to second, that's 180 feet, Van. That checks out. The distance from isotopes to El Paso is an entire state. It uh, is... How many AAA teams are there? Like 130? There's like 20... 100... 140. Hold on. So, number, there's 140 of them. Teams, and you got times three. So and obviously, El Paso was 137. That's out of correct. Yes. Yeah. You got it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. You leaving or hanging out? I'll hang out. Why don't we get back? Then, super over topic in front of me. Let's talk baseball with Lisa Oh, yeah. You want to talk about the Dodgers? Dodgers baseball? $1.5 billion dollars on God. four players? What? What? Boris Stolting does math whenever we get back. (laughs) Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Five o'clock. It's a holiday weekend. Ben, what do we do at five o'clock? We crack ourselves a little Teller vodka, baby. So I'm having a little little watermelon walk-off right here. Forrest, thank you for drinking, joining us on the show. Of course. It's fantastic to be here. And this is just absolutely fantastic Teller Vodka. Mm-hmm. I got my little like, grapefruit hibiscus. Ooh. Yeah, it's my favorite. Okay. Here's uh, the texture, just to catch up a little bit. From the texture, what I can't understand is how the entire house was cleaned and put back together before his mom got home. Did the creepy man next door have a side gig as a housemaid? So this is in reference to Home Alone. Correct. The idea that Kevin got left... Then was so bloodthirsty to set all these booby traps to try to harm the wet bandits. And then afterwards, know how to so perfectly cover his steps Mm -hmm. after creating so much bodily damage to others is, in fact, incredible. And obviously the signs of a serial killer. This is a very young serial killer in the making. I mean, that's the first step, right? Yeah. In the, the world of serial killers, you hear a lot of like kids doing animal harm. Like when they're little, okay, if you pick on pick on a, a defenseless animal, like there's probably something mm-hmm. deep inside yeah. of you. I think the same thing goes to, you know, torturing the wet bandits. Yeah, Daniel Stern didn't yeah. deserve it. That's no what I'm chance. saying. Also, how did they escape from jail and if they can't even thwart a seven-year-old? It's not good. What? What? There's a lot to unpack. Yeah, what? Miami Beach vacation prison were they in? Yeah. <laughs> that the wet bandits were able to escape prison. But then get utterly defeated and embarrassed by Kevin McAllister, a child. A, a full-on child. He's like, what, 110 pounds sopping wet? That's oh, generous. 85, 85, 85 maybe. 85, yeah. 85. Yeah. Yeah. Just know everybody's strength. We're like, well, what can he possibly do? Well, we saw it. He well, dismantled them. Set a but series still. of genius traps. You filthy animals. <laughs> Joining us on the program, Forrest Stolting. He's here because we are celebrating... Baseball America, Bob Frieda's award winner, Albuquerque Isopes, yeah. for the 2023 yeah. Top AAA 
organization. Second time in Topes history. Also won it in 2007. Want to throw that out there as well. So wait, hold on. Did somebody have to nominate you? How does this work? Oh, no, this is just Dumb Baseball America. They go, you know, across all 30 uh, AAA organizations. And, you know, they figure out, hey, who's doing great things? And what are the fans, recept- uh, you know, receiving well? And just what's, who's, who's Do they show with you knowing or without you knowing? That's a great question. You don't know. I have no idea. Ah! Hey. They're always watching. Yeah. <laughs> the isotopes. Hey, Van, you know when there's a secret at the office and, like, we know about it? Van's the guy, excuse me, Forrest is the guy who we keep the secret from. Mm-hmm. Like, that's. Because well, often about him. Yes. Yeah. That's true. Can't deny that. So, so this is pretty exciting for you guys. Oh, yeah. All right. So All the hard work's paid off, you know. Speaking of hard work, sometimes it takes hard work to come back from injury. And if the Dodgers have to have any of their players come back from injury, we're going to see billions of dollars on the playing field for the Oklahoma City. Did they officially change their name to Baseball Club? Is that their new thing? Uh, it is official. Yeah, the Oklahoma City Baseball Club for this year only. They'll rebrand uh, beginning in 2025. That's kind of cool, though. I'm into that low-key. And their logos this year are kind of I like their logos, really. I it's super kinda, like it. They're, they're kind of a throwback to their 89ers look back in the day before they were the, the Red Hawks in the man, early 2000s. Have you seen this, man? I have not, and I'm about to do some homework. Because minor league baseball and independent league baseball has the best looks. Yep, like without of, a doubt. Of all the ones that can have looks, they're done the best. Yep. I heard there was one called um, uh, b- Bananas and... <laughs> Bananas... <laughs> The yeah, bananas and blow. Are you ween? Are you wee, ween fans out there? <laughs> there are more. There's more than some. There's more than some. But anyways, a few. The ice tubs will never change. This isn't. Oh, no. This isn't bad. It's iconic. Yeah, the OKC and the four hundred five. The O with the the state outline in it. That's it's good work. It's good. It's oh, good it's work. Fantastic. Yeah. I mean, and the people of Great Oklahoma City, work. they deserve it. The eighty niners because logo they is live. In what? Oklahoma. Whatever this 89ers logo is. This oh, thing the is, old man, yeah, the, yeah. Man, the mustache. This thing is str- sweet. I mean, that mustache is, like, premier. Oklahoma is super weird. They, like, if you go five minutes outside of Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. they don't claim Oklahoma City. Like, all these suburbs think they're, like, oh, like yeah. Edmond and all these I live there for Oh, you know, yeah, you oh, super yeah, know. For sure, yeah. It's, it's low-key, weird, segregated, and awful. Big time. A lot of cattle ranches out there, man. Mm-hmm. Dodge a bullet, didn't get any uh, tornadoes, luckily, when I was there. You're only afraid of them because you never experienced them. Exactly. I mean, I've seen videos, and it looked horrifying. It's scary. (laughs) It's like, you know, I grew up with that stuff, so I'm like, no, this is, yeah, I mean, Uh, it's fine. But then, like, Joplin, Missouri will happen, you're like, actually. This is not cool. I would like to meet Bill Pullman and Helen Hunt. That would be cool. You're talking about the 1996 summer blockbuster Twister. I am. Okay. Mm -hmm. As I often do. It's your your go-to, that's for sure. Did you know the CGI? Man, shut up about Twister again. (laughs) The game or the movie? Yes. Did you know that the tornadoes and the uh, flying cows were made by the same special effects companies that put the dinosaurs in Jurassic Park? I don't know if that's true, but I'm going to buy it. In the moon landing? Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) All right. Out of world, speaking of, the numbers that the Dodgers are paying. Okay. Oh, my Lord. Now, you help me if I get this wrong, Mm. because I'm trying not to pay disrespect, but some of these are tough. Japanese star Yoshi Nobu Yamamoto crushed that's, it. Yeah, okay, you crushed yeah. it. And the LA Dodgers are in agreement on it. Also, if you say agreements, 
stop listening to the show. That's not a word. Yes. A grants? And it's my number one pet peever of all time. Really? People who think a grants is a word, you can, you can hear me out. It's the holidays. Turn off the radio for three days and then never come back. Like, that's what I suggest to you if you believe agreeance is part of your vocabulary. Put agreeance on... Agree with you. Bam. <laughs> Put agreeance on the Rushmore of not real words. Yeah. Especially we're talking in sports. Mm-hmm. Resiliency. Mm. That's, that's not it's a word. resilience. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to add another syllable no. to the same word. Yeah. Resilient. That also works. Yes, yes. There's two agreeance I cannot handle in Legos. It's just called Lego. Lego. And I don't know why you want to put an S on there. I mean, what, if, what if you're picking up multiple Legos? Like, is, is no. Each, each, each individual block a Lego, you, you got to pick up, pick up all those Lego. That sounds stupid. Pick up your Lego. Yeah. Like, yeah. Pick up your Lego is what you say. But there's many Lego. Now, hold on. He's on to something. Lego is all-encompassing. Like, if Give you're talking me. about the company, for sure. If you're talking about individual pieces... You can say Lego pieces. Pick up all those Lego pieces. All right, let me put it in terms of Legos. Of you simpleton will understand. Uh-huh, Think of it okay. like moose. First off, they're, they're dice. They're, they're bricks. So pick up all those Lego bricks. Ah, uh-huh, I like bricks. Okay. Legos. Good, 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 good alternative. Yeah, blocks. Uh, here, yeah. A lot of people would say blocks. I can yeah. help out. I can help out Forrest here. Okay. Yeah, like you're, but you're both correct. And let me Switzerland the bleep out of this okay. for you. Mm. It's kind of like fish and fishes. Okay, because the plural form of fish is fish. Moose. If you have 17 catfish, it's just a bunch of fish. But if you have catfish and goldfish and trout and salmon, those are fishes because they're different types of fish. That explanation sounds fishy. So you have a Lego, and then you have different types of Lego. uh, You have Legos. No, you do not. But Mm. if you, like, grab a handful of the pieces, you got Lego bricks. The S is silent at the end of Illinois. <laughs> I don't know why people... You just say Illinois. Don't say Illinois. Uh-huh. It's not It's not a... Yeah, quiet down, all right? Quiet yeah. down. Illinois is a, is a crappy back-of-the-house, like, mixing studio in, in rural southern Illinois where you can get a mixtape done. Yeah, go fighting a Lenny's. Yeah. That upset me. <laughs> you went blank that, for a that second. That just... That, that uh, I felt it. That, yeah. Your CD skipped just now. <laughs> Yoshi, <laughs> Yoshi Nobu Yamamoto has received. These are real numbers. I'm not. No, sometimes they blow stuff out of proportion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Twelve years, three hundred and twenty-five milli. Thank you, Bob. Perfect. Twelve years. A hasn't pitched a single. Has not thrown one pitch at MLB yet. He's been dominant. Over in Japan, won multiple of their Cy Young awards over there. But man, when when you say dominant, <clears throat> what does we that mean? should unpackage that a little bit because sure. he's historically dominant. Yeah, like the best one ever from there. But their baseball is smaller; it's tackier. There's so many variables. Does he throw the gyro ball? I don't believe he throws a gyro ball. No, he's got a nasty splitter from my. Uh, yeah, he's got. A his splitter will immediately be the best in baseball. He's twenty yeah. five. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I wish you could have seen his face right there. This that is a brilliant. child. He was he was immediately <laughs> the best pitcher in the league when he was eighteen. Yeah, he's been the best pitcher for seven years okay. straight. I don't normally do this. I'm going to be this guy. Forget the Dodgers. They've now officially gone into 
that tier of you are the thing I hate. Mm-hmm. Wow. I was on board before. I now just got to the point, the way that people hated the Yankees in the 90s, mm-hmm. I hate the Dodgers now. The Dodgers are they on the list. They haven't won anything yet, so why do you hate them? They're going to win. they win three or four, sure, sure. Yeah. But and they honestly have to. By investing this much money in Glass now, in Yamamoto, and in Otani, if you don't win anything, what is the point? They got a few years. They have to have a couple trophies in the next few years. I would hope so. Because Walker Bueller's coming back too next year. Bueller. They already have $85 million on the books in 2040. <laughs> How is that possible? Because they keep kicking the can down the road for all these huge contracts. And Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Shohei Otani will cost the Dodgers $85 million 17 years from now. The new owners are going to hate this team. This makes Bobby Bonilla Day laughable, right? The great point. Does this? Are you guys aren't going to get this reference because it's kind of about hockey, and obviously no one will care. Uh, no. Years ago, the Red Wings did a very similar thing, which forced the NHL to create a salary cap. Do you guys feel no. that the Dodgers doing this will force the MLBPA to accept a cap and floor in salary? Nope. Okay. The PA will never accept a salary cap. That is just absolutely redundant in any player's view. Why would you ever want to put a cap on how much money you can make? That's well, stupid. The only, the only thing I see them doing is enacting a salary floor that you have to spend X amount sure. of your TV deal and your small market reimbursement. That I could see happening. But maybe more penalties on the luxury tax. But like you said, Forrest, the Players Association will never if allow you, a hard cap. If no. you wash the tax from every team and then disperse it, because right now there's three big players-ish, if 30 Major League Baseball teams, if 30 of them did a little bit more versus three of them doing a lot more, I think the PA could be convinced that there's a bigger no. pot in theory. I mean, here's, here's what it boils down to, in my opinion. You have 25 to 27 owners or teams crying Poverty, right? When there are billion dollar fan owners, bases. Yeah. right? Yeah. And all these teams, I don't care who you are, if you're Cincinnati, if you're Pittsburgh, all these teams can go out there and spend $250 million, $300 million each and every year. They just choose not to. That is what's bad for baseball, sure. not the Dodgers spending $1.5 billion in a single offseason. At least they understand who they are and they're leaning into it and going for, sure. for it. Great for them, yeah. yeah. The evil empire is now in L.A., not in New York. That's for sure. This Yamamoto cat, though, I am super excited to see pitch Same. against the best hitters in the world. See, I was hoping for the Yankees they were going to get uh, Yamasoto season. You know, mm. trade for Soto, get Yamamoto. Uh, but unfortunately, that's o- good. Otani had a little bit bigger sway than the the bright lights in New York. What is Mookie Betts' deal? Like, I just I'm not seeing it. You guys know it's the same thing. It was like what three hundred fifty million, and they, they deferred a ton of it. Yeah, he's definitely a lot, a lot of deferred money for sure. I'm not sure how much on the top of my head, but they're not, hey. he's not making much money right now. Oh, he just dro- hey, his, this article says he just dropped fifteen million dollars on an LA house. What? What? Mm-hmm. Ain't going nowhere. The three of us combined couldn't combine couldn't afford a fifteen no. million dollar mansion to split. Be like a hundred year mortgage. <laughs> 
We could do 100 okay, years. Okay, now we're talking. Yeah, I we, could, we could yeah. do that if we I'm leased in. it. I'm back. I'm back. Did a whole thing. <laughs> there we yeah. go. And, and subleased yeah. it. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, one room is for TikTok content creation. Oh, we would yeah. do that. that. We'd, yeah, yep. we'd lease it out. Yeah, and then and then get the we business also, plan model going. We also sublease the actual rooms we're supposed to live in because we really yeah real we life can't afford it. Yeah. yeah, we all just sleep in the garage like bunk bed style. But it's a cool garage. It's oh, the dude, coolest the one. <laughs> it's an LA garage. Yeah, like like it's not too cold in the winter, not too hot in the summer. <laughs> Seventy two year round, baby. Regularly, me and Van are like, okay, you guys got to get lost. We're having a lady over. Uh-huh. But Forrest is never like that. That never yeah, happens with course. Forrest. Yeah, why would it? But, but like with us, it would be like musical right. bunk beds. Instead of uh, a tie on the door when you tell your buddy, like, don't come into the house. It's just like a, a flip-flop on the garage door handle. <laughs> yeah, but not yeah. even the handle because it's, yeah. it's the wall remote. Where you like have to push the, in the, the buttons. The yeah, yeah. We, we have a special uh, rack built into the wall where you can hang a flip flop to tell your buddies not to come inside. <laughs> Love that. Yeah. And we only listen to songs that have the word California in them. Oh, are you talking it. about the Red Hot Chili Peppers that catalog? That is exactly oh, yeah. what we're talking yeah. about. Well, I'm into it. The MVP of the league will be on the Dodgers for the next 10 years. Probably six years. Shohei will not get it next year. Freeman will. So it'll have to be Freeman or Betts. Well, I think Otani's still got a chance to win it with his bat. I mean, he's gonna, if he's going to focus the entire year on hitting, I think that's going to prove to be a great thing for him at the plate. I don't see only a DH winning it. Unless he has like a legendary record-breaking season. But after next year, sure. when he's pitching again, yep. he's going to be the MVP for nine straight years. Yeah. And the Dodgers are – and you're like, Freddie, they spent a billion dollars on two guys from Japan. This is stupid. The amount of money the Dodgers are going to get from the entire country oh, of Japan dude. as far as fan base goes, you don't get it. All of Asia. All of Asia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hold up. Can we have a real honest kind of political moment right. for a second? Most of Asia hates Japan. I'm not trying to spoil that for anyone, but they are – Japan thinks they're better than Asia. Asia is very aware of that energy, and they're not receptive to Japan. But they love the Dodgers. And Shohei Otani. <laughs> All of Asia loves Shohei Otani. That's correct. Yeah, they're not oh, gonna. Yeah. They're not gonna lump Shohei Otani to the rich history yep. of Japan. He's just one guy. Don't look up Japanese war crimes. Don't Google that. Uh, or or ours for that matter. It's all about America, not two men. Yeah, on. okay, yeah, cool. We're, we're clean. <laughs> hey, two men on. Our hands are clean, baby. Forrest, happy holidays to you, brother. Yes, sir, man. Appreciate the time, y'all. Happy holidays. Congratulations, Forrest, to the Isotopes, as they are the best. Triple A baseball team on the planet. That's what it's I learned. Just, out of doubt, quit giving the award to other teams. Like this is it. Just rename it Isotopes Award, right? Yes, yeah. and give it to the second yeah. best one every year. The Bob Friedis Isotopes Award. Yeah, yep. The uh, Isotopes to second something second something. Everyone is not as good as the Isotopes. The Twenty Nine Others Awards. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that, that's got a nice ring to yeah, it. I was really trying to produce something yeah. there. It was tough. Hey, you're making some, some middle gymnastics over there, weren't you? Going to see Iron Claw tonight. My head's not really in it. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy for you. This is a big day for you. <laughs> what is Iron Claw? I've never even heard of it. Kung Fu movie. Oh, I mean, it's sense. about yeah. pro wrestling. Oh, that it's, makes all the sense in the world. Jet Lee, Jet Lee, uh-huh. and Jackie Chan. There's Zach Efron, which are way better. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. It's it's the single greatest story in the history of pro wrestling, told. By like a triple A, like top of the line Hollywood production team. 
presented to me in crisp Dolby, Dolby Digital 5.0. Oh, Dolby Digital. Say yeah. less. Jeremy Allen White from uh, The Bear. Yeah, Jaw. Yeah. Oh. Not yet. Now you're talking. Cocaine Bear. Of course. Mm-hmm. The only great bear out there. Uh-huh. <laughs> 505-246-0610. I'm not allowed to work over the weekend because people get weirded out when you bother them on the weekend before Christmas. So text us the list of movies I need to watch because I've watched zero movies all year. I'm the reason that Marvel has fallen off. I stopped watching. Uh, Days of Confused. Great movie. Well, I've seen uh, Days of uh, Confused. Also, yes, we right, see your right, hair. Yes, right. we, see, we see you, the person. <laughs> Forrest Stolting, your aura is if the movie Dazed and Confused was like turned into a human in the Disneyverse. Present, present day. Yeah. yeah. There's no better way to let Forrest go than to say, check you later. <laughs> Two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Psychic spies from China try to steal your mind's elation. Bob, you're so very good at this. And if you want Forrest didn't leave during the break for some reason. He's still hanging out. He's still here. He's got to finish his uh, delicious Teller vodka uh, mariachi margarita. So weird, dude. It's the Slowly out of pace. That's in accordance of, you know, New Mexico law. Yeah. Duh. He's actually uh, walking home. So that's fine. That's good. Good that wow. to into the microphone if you're going to share it. If you're going to be here and hang out with us, <laughs> what are you doing? On mic. You can't have it both ways. <laughs> Figure it out. You child. can't be here talking to us and oh, not be on the mic. Oh God! It was still hot. I guess my fault. My fault. My fault. <laughs> the Dodgers have spent more than 1.1 billion this winter with the signings of Yamamoto, Otani, and Glass. Now, this is the most unreal offseason that anyone has ever seen. And it's not really the top sports story until Shohei Otani shows up at the Rams game last night. Sure. Football is so big. Or is Otani that big? No. Baseball crossed over into football. Like, that's what I'm thinking. Only Otani, though. They don't. They had a jersey for Yamamoto last night as well. How many many games do you think Freddie Freeman or Mookie Betts or Clayton Kershaw... Or name name your Dodger. Yeah, totally went to, no, went I, to this year. Totally agree. Never got on camera. That's well, how big Otani is. For Otani, sure. is, they showed he Otani. got 150 more million dollars than Lionel Messi did. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. If Otani didn't want this attention, you two idiots, you wouldn't have started dating Travis Kelsey. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm so good at this game. That was perfect. You thought you got Shohei? It's all Swifty, baby. Swifties. If you, I guess if you're that's, do- that's where the real money's at. Honestly, it's the Swifties. Let's be real. Capitalizing on the Swifty crowd, of course, you have to. She will be Mookie Betts's best girlfriend ever after she breaks up with Travis Kelsey. Yep. Midwest, I, L.A. Uh, Are you kidding me? Goodness gracious! Oh, well, why Midwest? Huh? Why Midwest? Is one of them from the Midwest? Well, I mean, he plays in Kansas City. Kelsey? Oh, I see what you're doing. Yeah. If you had to choose to live in L.A. or Kansas City, you don't pick Kansas City. Unless you just absolutely love barbecue. You Listen, <laughs> have the barbecue brought to you. If you can choose that, then yeah, you can definitely order out. If you, There's got to be a place in Los Angeles... 
that has Midwest-style barbecue. Los Angeles is big enough to have every style of barbecue. There's probably a restaurant called Every Style of Barbecue. I wonder how many New Mexican restaurants there are in L.A., like specifically New Mexican. I'm going to go under five. Yeah, I don't think it's that many either. No. New Mexico thinks their food is more culturally relevant around the country than it is. It's very limited. I didn't even know, like, the, before I moved here, the whole red and green chili thing. Doesn't exist No idea. Else. Absolutely no idea. Literally no And else. I've been around the world. Yeah. Like. And also, it's not even like people talk about it when they're not there. There's at least 10 because there's a top 10 New Mexican <laughs> restaurants <laughs> list. That's bonkers. And it's Get put, out of here. It's put together by the. Like the New Mexico, Yelp. the New Mexico Coalition of Advertising of Southern Los Angeles. Oh, that's smart. Like the whole review system. Yeah, there's, I'm not there's, buying okay, it. there's more than ten. I'm not buying it. Yeah, there's more than ten in L.A. Did the Rams used to be in Anaheim too? Because yeah. if the Rams left Anaheim and Otani left Anaheim, oh, that'd be bad. That's kind of funny. That'd be hilarious. I've been to Anaheim. If you yeah, called same. Anaheim more than Disneyland and, like, a train station, like, I don't think you would be accurate. There's not a ton to it. It's just an extension of L.A. is what it is, right? I mean, it's just a, a rolling metropolis across, you know, yeah. 30, 40 miles. That's all the greater L.A. area is. Is that it just gets bat worse and worse as you go out. That would Anaheim cool. be closer to L.A. or Orange County? Orange County. It's orange. It's more Orange County, right? Yeah. And I think it only exists so that Disney could, like, buy a hockey team, make a movie series called The Mighty Ducks, yep. and then for some reason still own The Mighty Ducks. Legendary logo. Dude, my favorite movies of all time, honestly, man. I went there for Which a show one? once. Which ones? Uh, I'm going to go M- MD3. That's the worst one. The no. college one? Yeah. Dude, MD3 all day. That is the one for losers. Dude. It goes two, one, three. That's incorrect. Van is correct. I'm correct. <sighs> Two is great. Yeah, the international hockey. Love yes. that. For oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Are you talking Fantastic. about the Goodwill games? Mm-hmm. The Goodwill, of course. Give me the Goodwill games. <laughs> no, why would you confuse it? <laughs> it must have just, you know, lapsed my memory for a second, I guess. Well, may, that's because you're not a proud supporter of Hendrix hockey like I am. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Coach. Gordon Bombay. These, these jerseys. Do you know how I got Hendrix that name, by the way? Gordon Bombay? Yeah. I love whatever you're about to say. Because the, the rider, he had a, a bottle of Gordon's gin and Bombay gin, right? And he just saw them on his shelf. I hope that's accurate. Are you saying it, alcoholics it, work for Disney? That's a hundred percent. That's I'm a sending, fact. A, I'm sending a resume now. That his name was written because <laughs> of what the the rider had on his shelf. As soon as you said it out loud, like we put a little space in between Gordon and Bombay. Yeah, I was like, oh my god, there are two types of gin. Yeah, exactly. I never put that together. Yep. Uh, Connie, fact. Connie Moreau, Margaret Moreau is the actress's name or show name the, and the cast was Connie. She was at Comic-Con last year when I was hosting the, um, all that wrestling stuff or whatever. Good name drop. Yeah. So we, so, um, I'm like, Hey, I'm going to cut it up with the Mighty Ducks girl. Right. And I'm like, I'm like, so do you just get like a lot of people trying to stump you like on Mighty Ducks <laughs> knowledge or trivia or whatever? And she's like, I've heard it all. And I've forgotten every single piece of it. I'm like, okay, Connie. Sure. And she's like, my name's Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> sure it is, Connie. Connie. Uh-huh. Did that cast go on to do anything? Uh, Joshua Jackson obviously did. I know one of them was, like, in a pretty bad spot. It was, like, you know, 
Oh, Goldberg? Goldberg, yeah. Strung out, and but he got back on his feet. I don't know if he got back on his feet. I think he did for at least a little bit. I'm not sure if long term, but what's Charlie doing these days? Char- oh, you know who was the one? Keenan Thompson. Oh, yeah, Keenan right. Thompson. The knuckle puck. Yeah. If we were to do... Ah, <laughs> the knuckle puck. Oh, God. <laughs> if we were to do the varsity of Saturday Night Live cast members... I could give you an argument that Keenan Thompson is the best one ever. He's number one. He's number one. I mean, as far as... Top five content. sure. Okay, like, guys who graduated early and moved on, that's a different conversation. Okay, sure, sure, sure. In the the universe, it is Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's been there 20 years. Is that a great thing or like a... Oh, he just can't he quite find the next, like, I don't know. I feel like he could have done whatever he wanted. He could have left at any time to pursue a movie career or comedy or hosting or start his own network or do any number of things. I love Keenan, but I can't say he's number one of all time. There have been so many great comedians that come through Saturday Night Live. In the same way that you wouldn't let, you wouldn't say Derek Jeter's the best of all time just because he's a compiler. Is that what you're saying? Of course not. <laughs> of course not. <laughs> he's not number one. No, not even no. close. Okay, not the best close. baseball player of all time, Tover Pools. It's not even close. Uh, that's okay. Overplayed, but he had a di- he had a big dip there in the middle. Ended strong. Well, none of that counts for Started me. stronger <laughs> than anyone ever. That's a fact. We're that's... watching the best one of all time now. Show he hey, just went to the Dodgers. Dodgers. Yep, yeah. that's a fact for sure. Yeah, Emilio Estevez. Yeah, I mean, he had a good acting career. I hope Shohei gets like the Henry Baumgarter. Surgery, and he comes oh, back throwing man. like he comes back throwing like 120. Like the the first Tommy John obviously didn't take, but this is going to be the good one. Just think of the mystique <laughs> around him if that happens. Oh my god! <laughs> hey, I legit forgot that Jesse Smollett was in the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, wow, that is wild. Played Terry Hall. I have that one off the top of my head. Well done. That movie came around at the perfect time because, like, Van and I are a little bit older than you. So, well, you know, a decade, probably. It's not a decade. Uh, We're hurtful. It's much closer. I'm sitting, than that. Right, I'm sitting right here. I'm in my 30s. <laughs> yeah. What? I'm barely 40. So, That's I'm, I'm, the, I'm the first one after year 40. <laughs> Just the, it's only 40 plus one. I'm That's only, not a lot. You're That's as close to 40 as, as, ever as you'll ever be right now. <laughs> uh huh. But we, Van and I were convinced by Mighty Ducks mm-hmm. that rollerblading wasn't lame. Mm-hmm. Like, we bought yeah. rollerblades. Same. For Are you kidding me? A few summers. Yeah. Yeah, that's all I did with yeah. my life. Watch this. Bob, did you ever rollerblade or did you only roller skate? Just skate. Yeah, because that's the yeah. cooler one. I think it was invented well, later, yeah, too. You got to also remember, I'm like decades older than all three of you. Yeah, but... You still rock it on quads, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Every Saturday all had, night. All we had were roller skates then. Roller I mean, blades didn't come out. Bob obviously doesn't wear roller skates for fun and leisure anymore. No. Just when he's at his second job at Sonic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his third job at the Roller King. <laughs> Wrong on both counts. Boris, will you please leave this time? I'll try. That's two men on 95.9 <laughs> FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal.
have no idea what language this is, but I'm super into it. Is it a different language, or are they just playing Filler? a different song backwards? Red rum, red rum. I hear it. I hear it. Yeah. Because that one's forward. <laughs> or it could be French. It does sound a little bit French. Like that. The Los Angeles Rams tried to give it away to the New Orleans Saints last night. Very Los Angeles of them. Yeah. Matthew Stafford came through, 24-34, two tutties. We talked about this a lot yesterday. Puka Nakua came through for Aaron Buck Burnett's fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Nine receptions, 123 yards. That's not correct. That's a, a lobby guy. Nine receptions, 164 yards. Crushed. Crushed my dreams of moving on in the two men on Fantasy There's playoffs. still a whole weekend left. But that one guy did really good for him, though. The Saints' Derek Carr outplayed Matthew Stafford. 319 and three tutties. And this is what I'm talking about. We talked about this last night at length. Matthew Stafford had to put an exclamation point out there, and he did not do it. They won. They did. Barely. Yeah. They won. Well, a single score. Well, well come on. That, that's garbage time points. They were ahead the whole game, controlling the whole game. The Saints got one touchdown late to make it look closer than it actually was. That's how you feel? Very much so. They had two touchdowns yeah. back-to-back, though. Yeah. Garbage time. The game was already over. They. I don't feel that way. I feel like the Rams were shut down in the second half. It was, what, 30-17? No, 30, uh, excuse me, 37. 30, 30 to 7, yeah. 30 to 7. Let them have 15 points at the end when no one cares and the time was running out. You didn't tell me you put up 458 total yards and you only come away with a single score win. Think, grow up. This is what I'm saying. This is a team that does win some games, but they don't know how to put the hammer down. I think being up that much in the fourth quarter is putting the hammer down. Would it have been better for the Rams' story today for them to have put it away and locked them down? Sure. But those are all garbage time points. It was a big tiebreaker victory for the Rams. They had to beat the Saints for postseason to really be an option. Cool. They did it. If they had lost, they were all but out of it. It was 30-7. to seven. With six and a half minutes left. Mm-hmm. They're up 23 points with six and a half minutes left. And if they just had one more possession, did the Saints, they'd have pulled it out. Yes. If the rules of the game were different in this one situation to favor the team that you're talking about, that is correct. The Saints just kind of coughed up some early opportunities, man. There just wasn't enough time left to make up that ground. That's what I'm saying. You know, this is, uh, this, I mean... 
if you look at the the way the Saints did, they got down early, and mm-hmm. I mean, it, if you look at it like as a whole, they uh-huh. may have lost the game, but this is this is really a win in the books. If you're going to sit in your locker room, you're going to say, "I mean, guys, we we should have won that game." You look at just they punted You're from the cool. Rams' 37-yard line, mm-hmm. Van. That's so funny. That was what they thought was the best plan of action. That was the biggest diss. The NFL wanted the Rams to win. It's all collusion. <laughs> they had that weird fourth down go for it on the 39 because they didn't want to punt again and they don't trust their kicker. Took a sack. Ugh. Olave's dropping big third down conversions. Not everyone plays at 100% clip every single game. Again, for the fifth week in a row, the Rams did what they needed to do to win. They're doing it. They scored in 30 or more points. They're again. doing it. One again on their way to the playoffs again. They don't deserve the respect that the Niners and the Ravens deserve because they're doing it against doo-doo teams. They put up some points. Does Alvin Kamara still play? Is he, like, still a player? He'll punch it in the end zone every once in a while. He wasn't there last night. I can't name anyone on the defense for the Rams. Aaron Donald, I guess. After that, no clue. Zero players. And I saw zero players on defense in the second half for the Rams as I thought the Saints were going to come back and win this thing. Well, at least you didn't see anybody in the last six minutes of the game. Six and a half minutes, excuse me. There you go. Rams won. Everyone here called it except for me. Cliche as it's going to be. Rams are the team that no one wants to play. I don't want them playing at all. They play good enough defense to win games. Mm -hmm. They got Sean McVay. Matthew Stafford is still Matthew Stafford. He has weapons. And, oh, by the way, one of, if not the best, defensive lineman of all time still plays for him. That catch by Nakua through two dudes on the sideline when he like he's sliding into second base, you know what I'm talking about? Nuts. I'm like, why do these dudes keep bailing out Matt Stafford? He's garbage. Can't even throw it on point. It's the only place he could have thrown it. It's more of a Matthew Stafford play than a Nuki Lapuki play. Highlight of the night was Shohei Otani there. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The sports animal. Whenever Dallas Cowboys fan would just throw their remote through the TV after a loss. Oh, God, what'd they do now? Two Dallas Cowboy players had their personal information linked online by disgruntled fans on social media following the team's 31-10 Week 15 loss to the Buffalo Bills, according to a report by the Dallas Morning News. Safety Jaron Curse had his home address posted on Twitter while fellow safety, I don't know, I can't tell you this guy's name, uh, Junier Thomas had his phone number posted. All right, Cowboys fans. Wanye, Wanye. All right, Cowboys fans, Google those guys, figure out who they are, and then send them an angry text message. Yeah, that'll fix it. Yeah. Oklahoma State did this, the other, or Oklahoma, one of those schools, where a bunch of the players that entered the transfer portal and, like, starred recruits that, like, went elsewhere, 
they went online and started leaving bad reviews on like their family's businesses and stuff on Google. Wow. Like one star reviews. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. That is awful. Hey, fans of things, stop sucking. I got to be so clear in that. Just if the option is to do something that flipping sucks or to not do it, choose not do it. It's not like they hurt you. No, they didn't. Or affected your Uh, life. No. Personally in any way. Didn't cheat with your girlfriend. They didn't uh, ruin a business deal for you. But Kurt's uh, but, but got a flag for pass interference. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All they did was not want to play for the team that you root for. A complete stranger that you do not know and you will never know disappointed you in some way. A guy who entertains you. That's like you doxing Elton John's family after a concert. Because he didn't play Tiny Dancer. These people are entertainers. You're supposed to have fun watching the game. You are no way connected to the team whatsoever. Enjoy it. Have fun. This is entertainment. Oklahoma fans are the ones leaving the one-star reviews for businesses. Yeah. Owned by a parent of a player who recently transferred to Missouri. And now what they shoot, Missouri fans should pull a Bills Mafia and then just leave a five-star review. A billion five-star reviews and or move the friggin' business to Missouri wherever they are. This is what I'm talking about, though. Like, there's... This this is pathetic. This pathetic behavior. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a really bad look. For fan bases. And I know these people exist in all of them or whatever. Yeah. And then you end up in this weird thing, right? Where it's like, well, I'm going to make a screenshot that shows you the IP address of the people leaving these reviews. And uh, it's actually not. Boomer sooner. It's actually Missouri doing it. And you just, you end up down like a rabbit hole. You know, Dallas Cowboys fans didn't dox those players. They doxed them themselves whenever they didn't make the play. Like what? God, I hate these people. I hate them all, dude. It was Antifa. (laughs) I I didn't even know there was a, a one star in LGBT. Shut up. Shut up. And it all can be packaged, right? Like, we're we're all just a victim. But do not. I'll give you an example. This happened to me. We've talked about this off air. If you're reaching out to me on a personal level for something I did professionally, like, you're very confused. Mm-hmm. If you're reaching out to me about something personal on a professional level, you're very confused. Don't do that. Don't ask me about my, this is going to sound cliche. Don't ask me about my private life during my public life. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me about my public life during my private life. Like these things, they're separate. And the only time they're allowed to intertwine is when you're having an issue publicly, professionally, with decisions that harm others. 
these football players screwing up on the field does not harm others. If these guys are like, I'll give you an example. If an athlete gets in a drunk driving and, and causes harm to someone else, I get it. Now they're up for persecution or ridicule. They're not up for doxing. Right. There's a system in place for this. And again, we're painting with the broad brush here. Yeah, we are. Okay. It's not every Cowboy fan. It's not every Oklahoma State Cowboy fan. It was Oklahoma. Oh, God. Why is it Cowboys fans? Um <laughs> These are the actions of a few weirdos. Yeah. All right. A small handful of fanatic weirdos that no matter where they grew up or what they chose to do for a career mm-hmm. or whatever, who they married or what their hobbies are, there'd be a few fringe weirdos no matter what. I get it. And it's not this one particular pan- fan base with ironically has the same mascot name. Again, that's Oklahoma, not Oklahoma State. Oh, was it OU? Yeah. Oh, you said Oklahoma State earlier. Yeah, it was earlier, but then I said Boomer Sooner when you were waiting to tell a joke. Oh, anyways. Okay, it's probably a great joke if I wasn't paying attention. (laughs) Look, it's just the actions of a few weirdos. It's not everyone. But this this goes to a bigger problem that's rabid sports fanatic. Yeah. Like, this this story happens too much. Like, every, every time... One of these stories happened. We talked about them friggin' two days ago with fans who are doing too much. And we do it probably once a week, if not once a week, every other week. We have some mm-hmm. story about some insane fan who does something stupid. Okay, And I get it, Cowboys fans, Niners fan. I get it, Dodgers fan, Giants fan. I get it, Packers fan, Bears fan. It's not your fan base. It's the actions of a couple weirdos. But it's fanatic Across the board, mm-hmm. it's too much, guys. Like, enjoy yourself. This is not your life. This is not your identity. This is entertainment. So you're telling me that, like, these blue jeans, short wearing, stadium beer chugging, I don't know why you have access to the internet weirdos, believe that these two safeties are the reason that Cook ran for 4,500 yards in one game, <laughs> that you... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Believe they might be a little off their rocker? Yeah. Yeah, sure. I think so. Mm-hmm. There used to be a time when the people doing this would have used the phrase like, the Internet's for nerds. Yeah. I wish we were still there. And again, it's it's fringe sport fan. Yeah. Just like it is fringe uh, loudest Internet voice. I read an article. Not everyone thinks the earth is flat. But a small group of loud idiots will make you convinced that there's way more of them than there actually is. I saw on our social media today for Two Men On, someone shared a story to us about how the Marines had arrested all the Supreme Court justices in Colorado because they enforced the 14th Amendment. And it's all completely made up just to embarrass your weird uncle. Uh huh. It happens to our fan base. Yeah. Everyone take a deep breath. Also, I don't know if you know what a Marine is. Sure. It's two men on. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Okay, Bob, you ready? Maybe. We, we promised you we're going to explain sports betting. This is, do you remember years ago, Van, they used to have um, whatever that thing is for dummies? Ah, uh, yes. We're going to do our own version for Bob. Yeah, okay. books, various books for dummies. Yes. This will be 
Sports betting for dummies. How to bet on sports for Bob. Bobby, Bob Z's. Okay. Okay. Will there be a test later? I will be the first to say that it is okay that you don't know. Because I'm going to say the explosion of this has really been over the last five years. I agree. Yeah. Past, I would say past decade. You think it's that long? Yeah. I think it's the past. I think, um, Fantasy sports was a segue into a lot of people getting into gambling. Gambling was sports gambling was super niche. And, and next time we can discuss fantasy football. We, you know what? We got an hour left on the Friday show before Christmas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No that, one. That totally. I have absolutely no idea. You know what? We don't have. A reason to give a preview of Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, or Buffalo, (laughs) Los Angeles Chargers, or all the Sunday games, or the Monday games. So here we go. All right. So what I think you need to understand first, and Vane, you jump in here. I'm just going to lead a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Favorites versus underdogs. Okay. Okay, That one I think I understand. Uh, Give us your interpretation. Uh, The favorite is the one that is expected to win. Okay. The underdog is the one that... If they win, it'll be a complete surprise. Very good. Okay. I think that's very close. Well, that's you know that's been around for a long time. Okay, but yeah. Bob, yes, let's I have been say, around for a long time. <laughs> let's say yes. there's a very heavy favorite. It wouldn't be fair to the betting community for everyone to pick the favorite. How can we make these two teams even? Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why would you want just go with the score for bet for betting? Purposes. Yeah, so yeah, you're yeah, ahead. Gamble, you're two. You're a couple steps yeah. ahead, Bob. Oh, okay. We're trying to help you in the one on one. You're trying to do calculus. <laughs> no, I'm not. We're trying to do algebra. I, I just want to just go with the straight score. So, neither? well, <laughs> can I do neither. I just talking money line. Listen, we're not even there. <laughs> calculus or algebra? It's a whole thing. Neither. The favorite uh-huh. is first. We have to be able to identify it, and mm-hmm. that's identified with a with a negative sign. Correct. A minus sign. Correct. So I'm going to call it. <laughs> so if a, if a team, and traditionally the home team was gifted a three-point advantage, which doesn't really exist anymore. Mm-hmm. But this we're only talking football in this example. Okay. Okay. So let's say, for instance, the Eagles are playing a team, the Lions, and they're favored by four and a half. Mm-hmm. It would be representative as, as negative 4.5. Right. Now, Van, what is the point five? Okay, that means there's no ties. There can be no ties. It's only a win or a loss. It's also called the hook. The hook. The hook. Okay. So, Bob, mm-hmm. what that means in uh, Fred's scenario with the Eagles and the Lions. Are you about to talk about spreads? Is that what you're about to yeah. talk about? Okay. The why it says minus 4.5, because not only do the Eagles have to win, mm-hmm. They have to win by five or more. Vice versa, that means the Lions, they can win, period. They can win. Or they could lose between one and four points. Correct. Which would also, for the case of betting, make them the winner. Mm -hmm. I know exactly when this stuff started. You don't win? (laughs) 1960, when new math came along. New math. New math. Like, yes. is, is that different than Common Core? Uh, common Core is an extension of it. Okay. Van, are you looking up new math? I'm, I've never heard of new math. I haven't either. I'm familiar with Common it, Core. It, it, well, old math 
is where you were actually taught two plus two equals four. New math is where you have to explain why two plus two equals four. I don't know if that's related, <laughs> but I'm following you. It, this sounds exactly like that. As okay, we, this is a okay. lot. Are you, you found that, Van? <laughs> this, is, this is a lot. All right, well, after this. I'm uh, not doing, we're not doing this. Bob's going to explain <laughs> new math to us. That's the most boring did. program we've ever done. <laughs> so if the Eagles are favored by four and a half. Yes. And they win the game by seven. five or more. Yeah, well, okay, yes, then they win. Now, if they win but, by three, here's where it's interesting. They didn't win. They didn't win. But they did win. Well, not to the gambler. No. Okay, so instead of calling it winning and losing, call it beating I get the, the spread. Money and yes, you beating don't the spread. It. That's what we're describing. It's, it's called beating the spread. Beating oh. the spread is what we're describing. Now, spread spread is what you do on with peanut butter on bread. Ah, uh, okay. I wasn't gonna <laughs> point spreads. Now they can be adjusted. Okay, mm-hmm. and this is mostly based off the availability of players. But other factors are a part of that, including, like, uh, where the game's being played at, the weather that surrounds it. How much the beer costs. Not necessarily, (laughs) but the betting trends. So all these things are big factors that you have to consider. Mm -hmm. Now, here's what might be a little more easy to process. This is called the money line. Yes. Now, with the money line, you just have to pick the winner of a game. Correct. But hmm. isn't that what I want to do? Yes. Sort okay. of. And we're going to help explain. Uh, now, all money line bets are based off a bet of $100. Now, to me and Van, that's about 10 times more than what we usually go in I'd on. rather less. <laughs> we're, we're $10 guys. Yeah. I spread $100 out over like 10 games yes. and like five different parlays. So, for instance, if a team is of t- is a is favorited, which you recently learned about, yes, okay, they'll have they'll have a number for the money line. So, let's say they're a negative two hundred favorite, mm-hmm. okay. Then you need to risk that number to win a hundred dollars. Correct. So, so, whatever the number is negative, you have to risk that amount to win one hundred or any fraction of that. So, so I would have to bet two hundred dollars. To get back one hundred, called two to one. Yeah, that so you, sounds silly. If you well, bet the favorite, so you're the favorite, and they decided how heavy of a favorite they are by handicapping this exact number. Five, so it's if the Super Bowl champion Kansas City Chiefs, yes, are playing the worst team in the league, Carolina Panthers. Correct. They're going to be huge favorites, and it wouldn't be fair. For $100 to get you $100 no. if you bet on the Chiefs. So a lot of people think they're Why smarter would... than the game. So, Bob, let's say reversey, <laughs> that would put the Panthers at plus 2-1 to one yeah. or plus 200 on the line. Therefore, you would only have to bet $100 for the possibility to win 200 Let's go, bing, Bob. Bing, 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 Why bing. would anybody bet otherwise? Well, they're not well, favored to win. Yeah, because well, that's a would, long shot. Why would anybody bet 200 just to get 100 back? Well, if you're that certain that they're going to win, it's, it's a sure 100. It. Yeah. But you lose 100 by doing it that way. Well, you never no, lose. No, 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 no. You never lose or win. You so only the, bet. So uh, let me, let me, let me. <laughs> totally pa- lost here. Let me package it this way. 
Yes. Please. So if you're the favorite, the betting favorite is minus 200. Yes. That means if you bet 200, you win 100. Okay? That's what we're trying to explain. What it looks like when you collect is when you buy that ticket to bet on that game, you're betting 200 yeah. to win your 200 back plus 100. Oh, so you're not okay. losing 100. Okay. No. You're oh. getting your 200 back and winning 100. That is called the juice. Okay, that kind of makes sense then. So the juice is how sports books maintain an edge over betters. Okay. Be- so you have to, quote, unquote, bet, which is not win or lose, your monies for a chance to increase your monies. Okay. All right. So that kind of makes sense. From the texters. All right, friend of the show, Sanjay, who I'm a very Thank big you, fan Sanjay, of. Sanjay, whatever you're going to no, say. No, so he's reached out, and he goes, we'll talk about the teaser if you're going to talk about the juice. Uh-huh. <laughs> we're, this is well, elementary uh, class. We're doing right elementary, okay? We're, we're warming up. Bob knows nothing about sports betting if you're just joining us. Well, I've learned about a money line. Well, money lines are available in all sports, but they're predominantly used when betting on lower scoring games. So think like baseball, soccer, mm-hmm. Uh, ice hockey, I guess, if you consider that a sport. <laughs> well, it's quite athletic. When we get back from dangerous. the when we get back from the bar- the break, Bob, you're going to learn about overs and unders. Oh, this is a fun one. You're in pro. This is a four course master class we're giving you. Over and unders. Two men on ninety five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Please, please don't. <laughs> Bob, during the break, I had a little bit of a midlife crisis. Okay. We, we announced the match cards for the December 30th Countdown to Chaos at the Historic El Rey Theater, Duke City Championship Wrestling. Tickets available at dccwtickets.com. Keep in mind, I am in the ownership group of Duke City Championship Wrestling. Shameless plug. Well, it's not shameless because I want everyone to know. If yes. you purchase tickets to Duke City Championship Wrestling, that's putting money in Daddy's pockets. Yes. That goes right into my pockets. Okay. Okay. So I uh, had a brainstorm. Oh, okay. They actually do have a book, Sports Betting for Dummies. One would assume they do. Uh-huh. So during the break... You don't need a whole book. No, you don't need a book. Just you got us right friend. here, right yeah, now. Yeah, we got you. Yeah, okay. But, I'm listening. Uh, there were some people upset with me on social media that their favorite fictional superhero... Is not do is not battling their favorite fictional supervillain mm. in the world of Duke City Championship Wrestling. I need to be very clear here. This I am not the tree to bark at. I <laughs> I am not going to ever take the consideration of one person's to affect the entire directory of the brilliant storytelling that is Duke City Championship Wrestling. Well, you know what you should do. What's that? If you were that person. Who was upset about that pairing? Yes. I'll tell you what you should and hopefully will do. Buy two tickets. Way more than two tickets. Okay, buy a bunch. You get you and everyone who shares that opinion. Start a movement. You get them there in person uh-huh. and you yell as loud as possible. You walk in. That that's what you demand. And you say, you can get anything you want at Alice's restaurant. Mm-hmm. And you sit down and... And you and 10 people start singing the chorus. DCC dub, have it your way. Ugh. That one. We Man can, slam. 
I like that part. Mm-hmm. We continue our explain it like um, Bob conversation about sports betting with okay. o- over unders. Okay, this is a fun one. Anyone can do this. This is this one is fun. Did you get to root for the whole game? Yes. Yes. Now, in addition to setting the lines and the favorites and the underdogs uh, and the people who do the setting, I don't know if we mentioned this, they're called odds makers, okay? Mm -hmm. Well, that's a term I have heard before. Okay, those are the ones that decide all the things we're talking about. Cool. Does any of this apply to horse racing? That's a different thing. We'll get there. (laughs) Yeah, because that has to do... We're doing football first because this is the easiest one. (laughs) This is easy. Horse racing is interesting. You're not following? Yeah. This is super easy. Because that involves parlays. We haven't even got hard yet. Yeah. Okay. I mean, well, a little well, bit. Well, yeah. I mean, I mean when we started bit. talking about yeah. it. Tell her vodka. You know how it gets It's me. like that. Okay. So What's next? For what, what teams were we using? Eagles and Lions? So yeah. let's say the okay. Eagles and Lions. We talked about the game earlier. Mm-hmm. Now let's say there's an over-under of this game, which there will be. And that is the total number of expected points scored by odds makers. Barring catastrophe, there's one for every game. Every game. Yeah. Now, let's So say, that's a combination of both teams' scores. My man. Let's go. My man. Look okay. at this. Now, let's say that the total is 46.5. Oh, 46 in the hook. Okay. Because we're putting the hook on there. Right. You, you learned about the hook earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, that means... At 46.5, if you bet the over, any amount, 47 or over, that's a win. Boom. Okay. If you bet the under. If it's 24-23 Eagles, mm -hmm. that means it's 47 total. And you're a winner. You're a big winner. Now. But if you bet the under. If it's 46 or under. Yep. You would be a loser. So, like. 23 to 22. That would be 45, therefore losing. You you lost the over. Unless you bet the under. Then you'd be a winner. Correct. (laughs) This reminds me of the street designer that used a pretzel for a straight edge. Write that down. That's a good one. (laughs) Yeah, write that down right now. That's a good one. Now, sometimes there's no hook. Usually I would run you out of the building. Yeah. But it's Christmas. So I and I giggled so hard. I thought it was a good one. Yeah. Now, sometimes there's no hook. And when there's no hook, mm-hmm. pushes are refunds. Yes. What? So, yes. You get your money back because they exactly tied the over-under and or spread you were going for. Mm-hmm. Not to be confused with salt and pepper. This is a different kind of pushing it. Now, you were talking about greater than just football. Mm-hmm. But the over-under is also used... And what are called prop bets. So say, for instance, the prop bet is Tom Brady throws for over 100, over under 300.5 yards. Mm-hmm. Therefore, if he throws for 301 yards, that's the over. This works in basketball. LeBron James, 8.5 assist. Take the under. The Yankees for mm-hmm. a season. Yeah. 99.5 wins. Uh-huh. You can take the over or the under. Mm-hmm. This is a PhD course, right? No, this no, is be- this is this is probably sixth or seventh grade. Okay. Yeah, it's not getting that hard yet. Okay, this is why I dropped out of school. I think we dropped out for way different reasons. <laughs> Where you okay, co- go ahead. Well, I, I I think I'm following. Well, do you, can you repeat to me what the juice is or not? <laughs> 
the juice. That would be grape, wouldn't it? Okay. The juice, the juice is how is... much it costs to make a bet. Oh, and it's okay. usually 10% of your bet. So if you want to bet $10, the juice would be a dollar. But it's usually represented right next to your bet by a number that's either slightly above your betting wager. So if you want to win $100, the juice is usually 110 That means it costs $10 to make that wager. Now, you're saying, Bob, I don't even know how much to bet. Mm. That's what you're saying. Okay. So, all of it. I know how much I would be able to lose and not hurt. Now, this is interesting. You never lose. Well, well. Bob, you never lose. Mm -hmm. You also never win. I need to be very clear here. You only bet. It ends at the bet. It's all for the fun of it, right? It, well, now, now that's your interpretation of fun. Sure. But don't ever for a second think you're winning or losing. You're only betting. Now, in the in the end, you have final say in what you can bet. Like, that is correct. Mm-hmm. Now, I would say what you can afford to bet. Maybe that's your terminology, Bob. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's but, my fun money. Now, for Van, sports betting is a marathon. He does it all year long, and he wins little trickles in his bets. Just enough to keep him going. You nailed it. Or he loses little trickles in his bets. Mm-hmm. So, for example, I would say set yourself a bankroll for the year. Correct. I have a $100 bankroll. I already bet it all on the 49ers. Whoopsie. That bet is over now. I no longer have it. It was fun. Okay, so like me, I have a limit of $365. Okay, $1 a day. $1 a day <laughs> on it. Roadrunner Lottery because it's drawn every day. Okay. Okay. Have you ever won? Yes. That's awesome. I, That's in fact, I, I, I use the same numbers so I don't have to keep looking at the tickets. You're like a real Amarillo Slim. Yeah. Mm. And on this current ticket, I think I have $2 coming back. Out of fourteen that I spent, hold on. You spent fourteen. I thought you spent one. I buy a ticket that's good for fourteen consecutive draws. That's neat. I have no idea how the lottery works. That's neat. I could tell you that. I could tell you about sports betting all day long. I have zero idea how the lottery works. I know half of it doesn't go to the winner the way that people like believe that it does. It's not even close to half. No, it's about two thirds. I don't know if it's that. If it's, if it's a hundred million uh, prize, like Powerball or whatever, sure. Y- if you took the cash option, oh, you get all of it at one point at you know the next day. Yeah, but you're talking about a different number than I'm talking about. I'm not talking about payout. I'm talking about total gross. So if there's a hundred million up to quote unquote win, yeah, the actual number in was like five hundred million for the grand prize. For the, yeah, because you got to yeah. pay out all the other smaller prizes as well. Yeah. Also, yeah. a benefit goes to like. Often it's like schools, mm. and often the operation of the lottery itself. Well, yeah, but I'm just talking about what you would get right. if you had all those money, all those numbers. So parlays so, should come easy to you after the break. It's yes. two men on <laughs> 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. You got to know when to hold them. Thank you, Bob. Know when to hold them. Know when to walk away. Low-hanging fruit. Count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for 
the dealings done You know, there's the Kenny Rogers Roasters in um, du- Dubai. Did you know that? Uh, I'm sorry. There's a what? Yeah, there's the <laughs> yeah. Ke- there's what? a Kenny Rogers Roasters in Dubai, and there's this story. This is not my story. I've just heard the story where Kenny Rogers was paid. You know how like du- Dubai BN princes or billionaires or whatever they pay like like Instagram models and TikTok models like come over there and do weird stuff or whatever just. Yeah. Yeah, really ruin their lives forever for large amounts of money. Mm-hmm. So Kenny Rogers got sucked into this. So also Dubai Princes, five oh five four six zero six ten. I'll get real weird for yeah, a lot of money. What, like whatever. Yeah, weird. you name it. <laughs> yeah. You'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. You keep these secrets. What I say yes. And to. I'll keep these dollars. You don't even need to be a secret. You name the right price. Right. Yeah. So Kenny Rogers is asked to play like a private like 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 dude on dude hot Dubai Prince party or something right. Mm-hmm. So anyways, I guess they were like he closed with um, the gambler or whatever as one should. And they were like, way to go! And they were like, encore. He's like, I already played the gambler. Like I'm Kenny Rogers. That is the encore. I don't have any other bangers. Yeah. Like we'll give you a million bucks. And he was like, okay. I'll so he, he do pl- the gambler again. He played the gambler again, and he was like, have a good night, everyone. And they're like, another million bucks. Play the gambler. <laughs> so, then, so then Kenny Rogers plays the gambler again. And they're like, like another prince is like, hey, I got another Millie. And Kenny <laughs> Rogers is like, here's the gambler. <laughs> so allegedly the story goes, and I this is not my story. Uh-huh. I don't, okay. So allegedly the story goes, it got to the point where he had to eventually say no to a million dollars for the gambler. And it was something like 15 or 16 or 17 times he played the gambler. I'd have kept going. So, Bob. Yes. Did he know when to fold him? Know when to hold him. <laughs> well, obviously not. Also, they opened up a Kenny Rogers Roasters in the UAE, um, and that was all part of the same ordeal. So, no, there you go. That's a story as I understand it. And that man grew up to be Thomas Jefferson. And everyone clapped. <laughs> okay. Back to parlays, Bob. Parlays. This so, is. This is my favorite. Same. This is for the I addicts. I have heard you mention this several times. Oh, times. man. Right. This is for the real junkies. So okay. a parlay is a wager in which two or more bets are linked together to create one bet, but that bet will then have a greater payout. Correct. But I all know this one. of the individual bets must win for that parlay, which is now a singular bet, to win. Right. Is, it, is that like in horse racing a trifecta? It is sim. It is it's incredibly close. similar. It's very okay. close. Very close. So it's similar to win, play, show, except mm-hmm. there's so many more options. Okay. So, for instance. But instead the basic of, principle is the same. You have it, to win all three of the bets that you play. That is correct. Yes. Wow, I got one. So you're adjacent. <laughs> you're close. <laughs> so instead of betting $10 on three games, because you can do that on horse racing. Mm-hmm. You can pick a, a horse to win, a horse to place, and a horse to show. Right. Or you could parlay them all together. Mm-hmm. So, instead of betting $10 on three different games, you make one $10 wager that will pay out more Yes, if, if all three teams win. But even if one loses, Bob, you lose that bet the, is lost. Yes. That one I can understand. Which happens to me a lot. Correct. Especially if mm-hmm. it's just straight bets. Straight win-lose. No, none of this over-under and... Well, you can still do that. Yeah, so Bob. Of course you could. You can parlay 
a team with the spread. Mm-hmm. You can parlay the over-under. Mm-hmm. You can parlay a money line bet. You can, in some places, not all, you can parlay prop bets. That one's more difficult. Mm-hmm. Prop bets we haven't got to yet. We'll do that next. <laughs> so Vans just put the, the, the cart in front of this horse. It's a uh-huh, teaser, uh, yeah. if you will. Just about everything you have said so far this hour has been the cart before the horse. But we cannot make this easier for you. So, for instance, <laughs> let's say the Eagles are plus 200 to win, mm. but you really like them. Let's say the Lions, the, uh, uh, we need a different team because we used those in the same example earlier. Let's say that the Rams are negative 200 to win. And let's say there's a closer one where maybe a third team, the 49ers, are plus 110 to win. Okay. Okay. So you're going to pick two favorites and an underdog, and that's going to make your parlay. Give me those again. Minus 200 plus 110, and what else? Plus 200. Okay. No, minus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Okay. So you're oh, you're running it through a calculator. I right am. Okay. So. Is what, this a special calculator for sports betting fanatics? I n- know exactly the best website for a parlay calculator <laughs> so if you had done all three of these bets right. your total payout would have been plus your bets mm-hmm. would have been 210 dollars. now if you parlay it what would it have been 845 dollars. that's what we're saying bob so you'd get 945 back put your hundred down and if you win all three of those bets oh it would have been 310 but you get the point yeah yeah, yeah. so it's you should always parlay is what we're saying. No, that so, is not what we're saying. So parlaying is like lottery because the odds are it's like multipliers. so much more. That's why you get paid out more because it's least likely of mm-hmm. all of the bets. Okay. I, I can. And you could, if you're a degenerate and or someone <laughs> just looking for a good time, mm-hmm. you can parlay odds. Most casinos are up to plus 10,000. So you can bet $100 with 10,000 to one odds. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> the odds are so astronomic, the casino's like, okay, I might have to pay this guy out a million dollars. But the odds are so unlikely. Just give me the $100, you loser. And then we get into hedging, which mm-hmm. is a whole nother conversation. Oh, please. Of where you pick a long shot for your parlay for the gigantic payout, mm-hmm. but then... You make an equal bet mm-hmm. on the opposite outcome of a single game that'll cover your total bet losses so that you're playing on what you call your own house money, but it's not actually house money because it's still bet money. That is so, accurate. So that's like the Powerball? No, mm. not even close. No. So my long shot 10,000 to one odds, 12 team or whatever parlay mm-hmm. is your lottery. Correct. But it's only once a week. so lastly before we wrap up the 101 of of betting van had mentioned prop bets yes now these are fun because these are the game inside the game everything we've been talking about is the outcome of the game right okay now let's say we're watching nfl football we've been talking about that yes van earlier mentioned aaron donald who's a defensive lineman Uh uh-huh aaron donald it is a fair prop bet to say, will he have more than 0.5 sacks? Mm-hmm. Now, this is interesting because the NFL, you can get half of a sack. 
So whenever you go to bet, what? Yes. Mm-hmm. If two guys get to the quarterback at the oh, same okay. time, they split it up. Correct. Okay, I that I can understand. So Bob, yeah, you can take the under a point five, which is Aaron Donald gets no sacks. You can take the over, which is he gets one sacks, one sack, or the hook. Well, the hook is the difference. Yeah. So if it ends up being the hook, that's a push. Look at Bob using the terminology. I love it. Trying to, anyway. A funner one, one that Van really likes is touchdown anytime. So will this player score a touchdown at any point of the game? Which is different than first touchdown of the game, which is also a popular bet. Mm-hmm. Specifically with teams that are, like, for instance, if we're talking about Philadelphia, you would give it to Jalen Hurts because of the tush push. Correct. So, so if a defensive linebacker made a touchdown, that would be a huge payout if you bet that. That is correct. Wow. Okay. Look at the brain. We are on Bob creating a prodigy here. It's been like 24 minutes. He's already an expert. We take Bob's questions and the final exam whenever we get back. <laughs> it's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. I don't know this one. This is Iron Maiden. Hmm. The Angel and the Gambler. Okay, got it. I thought you'd like it. I do. Now, a couple words that I realized we haven't hit on for Bob. Did we explain what a line is? That's where we started. Okay. Now, not everywhere, Bob, has the same line. The line is... Who actually wins and loses? I swear, I to, I swear to God, Bob. It's like That's the first you. one we yeah. told you about, the the plus and minus. The plus minus. and minus. Mm. The favorite and the underdog. Okay. The points that the team needs to win or lose by. The point I'm trying to get to is not all betting places have the same line. Therefore, you need to be constantly shuffling through a bunch of different ones that offer you the best odds. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. There's a huge difference <laughs> Between a favorite of eight and a favorite of seven and a half. <sighs> Lastly, know your strengths and weaknesses. That's all I'm saying. My strength is knowing that I don't know this. Yep. So you're going to stay away from it. Yeah. So we don't even have to talk about a responsible budget with you, Bob, because no, you're not going to do it. Well, I already have my thing, my Roadrunner lottery. My budget, $365. 366 in a leap year. Okay. That seems reasonable. That's very reasonable. If you were crazy, you would consider it a $1 savings every for three years in a row. But you're not crazy. Or if you put that $1 <laughs> into a, a five-year CD. Just let it ride. And just let it roll over and get your 2.2%. And then at the end of the CD, you invest it into a... A very safe, probably market-based S&P 500 uh, 401k. The growth of Uber right now, as far as if you're thinking about getting into technology stocks, I would encourage you to. Into Uber? Yeah. Everything's Uber now. You want medicine delivered to your house? Uber. Walgreens is setting up medicine delivery through Uber. Craziest thing I ever heard. Haven't heard it on the app yet. What app? Your Uber app? Your app? Yeah. <laughs> the app that he literally Ubers in? No, the one that I drive for. Yeah. yeah. That you Uber in. Uber in or Uber for? Yes. Oh. Technology. 
Never okay. meant that much to me. All right, uh, we'll open up for questions. Yeah, Bob, Bob go ahead. And uh, ask. Any questions, concerns? Yeah, what are you concerned about? I'm not concerned about any of this. Oh, <laughs> good. But it's been interesting. This has been the best radio segment you've had in your 50 years of, of professional radio. We just gave it to you. I might debate that. Well, you learned more today. Hmm. Well, as far for gambling, for sports betting, yes, which it has always been opaque to me. It's a good word. <laughs> learned that one in college. <laughs> the day that Joe Biden paroled all these federally convicted marijuana cases is mm. the same day that Bob learned about sports betting. It's a momentous day. It's a big day. I mean, for America. For America. Heck yeah! Merkel! Okay, well, I, I know more than I did. I will grant you that. Still not we, sure that I would ever do any of that. Should we tell them about teasers now? <laughs> you mean there's more? Yeah, there's a, a teaser is like a parlay where you have points to spend on some of your losses, say you had one team, you yeah. have a five-team parlay, and then one of your teams is minus three and a half, and they hit minus one and a half, and then uh, so you got to take away two points from your ten total teaser points. You can still hit a parlay and then chip away with your teaser points. It just makes the odds go down. But you have to pay more money. That is accurate. Okay. Also, there's team teasers. Oh, that's a. Oh, yeah. Keep going. Well, you have like a five team parlay, and you got a one team teaser, mm -hmm. so you can lose one of them if the but other not four. two of them. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But again, more monies, and that cuts into your margin. Yes. Do you know what a margin is? Absolutely not. That's the difference in the winnings of the bet versus the amount of the bet. We mm. talked about the juice earlier. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not. Yeah, O.J. Simpson. Not O.J. Simpson. No. no. Okay. Because you got to put the squeeze. All right. Yes. Not that kind of squeeze. Yeah, not that kind of squeeze. Just squeeze the life out of yeah, it. Yeah, not, not like that. Mm. Okay. So pardoned all convicted federal marijuana possessions. It's a low-key, super momentous thing. Moment, And sets a precedent going forward. Yes. The way it should be. If you're high, that's not a crime anymore. It's not, it's not a crime. On marijuanas. Correct. If you commit a crime while high, it's not a get-out-of-jail-free card. Nationwide legalization. You can't say whoopsie. Well, it was... I can't find the story now, but it was not quite as broad as you're making it. I think it was, like, only on federal lands or outrageous Oh, I convictions. mean, Indiana is so. going to spend... All the money they could be using to help people to fight the devil's lettuce in court. Yes, that is real. Yeah. Losers are going to lose. That's a loser's thing. Also, Fran, I don't smoke weed, guys. I'm going to be the first. I don't, I don't chew weed. I don't, I don't put it on the tip of my finger and rub it on my gums. Like, I'm not that guy. Yeah, I don't either. That's, that's exactly how we do it. <laughs> Now, also, keep in mind, if you live in a state where weed is legal, you can still get busted federally in that state. So that's why when you do go to place your bets on reservations or if you go to national parks or whatever, that's a whole different story. Mm -hmm. Don't think. 
That I mean, was this is just the first domino yeah. into federal legalization and getting nonviolent criminals out of prison. This is just step one. I think it gets bigger and broader and more important as we go along. When I lived in Washington years ago, legal weed, but there's a highway that runs through Mount Rainier Park. Do not take your weed on that highway. That will be bad. They just got a whole bunch of drug dogs. Happy holidays, boys. I'm stoked for the Krimbles. Walpo, thanks for today. You did so good. Oh, thank you. I'm here all weekend. Well, over across the hall. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Man, you're you're out of town. I'm out of town, but lucky for you, friend of the show, I'll be back Tuesday. Yay. I'm going to do some more radio. I'm going to get together with some of the boys. Me, Sushan, Dylan Storm, Brandon Ortega. Good dudes. It's going to be a group. Yeah. I'm not going to tell them that I enjoy it or I'm excited about it, but I appreciate that they included me. Turtley. Never used that word in my life. (laughs) Bob, thank you. Van, final word. Friend of the show, I hope you have the best Christmas ever with your loved ones. Good job, everyone. Ho, ho, ho. See you next week, Burke.